What's going on, everybody? It's your boy FC Violent. We're back again with another weekly dose of that vitamin G podcast. You already know what it is. Oh, man, we got a lot to talk about today, man. Sony begin hit upside the head, man. But we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. First, let's introduce the panel. My guy, Dante, with the with the sick bike in the background. What's going on with you, bro? Bro, this is a sick bike, but it's in memorial. It's in memorial for what could have been oh, with oh, Days man. Gone 2. We'll get into it, man. We'll get into it. Mm. It also reminded sad... me of that, uh, that, that tweet that you made when you was like, Parachuting, or yeah. we're going in, boys. We're going in. Parachutes, parachutes off. Uh, I'm good, man. Um, good times ahead. I've got, um, I got new designs for merchandise coming yep. out. Got a new, got a new logo for one of my subsidiaries known as Seal Team Z. Uh, the predominant. Yeah, go ahead. Put it on. Uh, put it on screen. Uh, this is predominantly for um, my group that play zombie games like um or mute or games involving mutants such as day uh like days gone like multiplayer games like killing for two um well uh world war z and call of duty zombies that's that's what this is for and in commemoration for going to have to well in commemoration for playing Probably every single Dark Souls game before the end of the year, and probably going into next year if it goes the way I think it is, I've got a new shirt design coming, which is going to be, uh, if you put that on screen, is going to be what FC is going to show on screen. That is going to be the new shirt design. That's pretty sick, man. You got you got to plug the artist, man. And this, this was all done by the amazing... The absolutely amazing Lucky Psycho Punk, uh, great fucking great Grecian, uh, did does a fucking amazing work. Uh, this turned out. Um, I'm hoping this means a long term uh, partnership between me and Lucky because Lucky did fucking amazing work with these. Um, outside of that, played some Rocket League today and got a headache because everybody was screaming. It was fantastic. Uh, finished Resident Evil 6 on the weekend, and I'm now starting Resident Evil 7 on the road to Resident Evil 8. And I'm near the end. I'm fucking near the end of Persona 5 Strikers, and the worst part is, I want this game to end. Not because it's a bad game. Not because it's a bad game, but because it keeps crashing. Oh, man. Like, they have not fixed that. They fixed... They have fixed the loading to the point where there is no loading anymore. Quite literally, there is any, there is no loading. But the problem is, is it's crashing. Like, it seems like they sacrificed stability for no loading. Oof. I, don't, I, don't know how you, I don't know how you can do it. At, at that point, it's just like, all right, fuck it. I'll come back in, in six months when this game is patched. Because of commitment, because of promises, because I have no fucking common sense, uh, and because it's Persona. There, that's that's what it is. It's because you're a damn weeb. But anyway, that's what's up, man. Salute to the artist for sure, because that stuff looks sick. And salute to our artist, graphic guy in the chat. What's going on with you, bro? Salute to you. Yeah, yeah Connie said it best. This game has crashed more than Cyberpunk because Cyberpunk cra- crashed a, ge- a grand total of guess how many? Once. Duck egg. Oof. Fucking nothing. It yeah. never crashed once. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. All right, that's what's up, man. Uh, my guy, Jubei Sen- 
Jubei Sensei with the Sonic Scarf. What's going on, Ju, bro? It's a bandana. Hey, what's oh, going on, everybody? Um, I don't think it's a do-rag. It looks like a scarf. Is it a do-rag? <laughs> That's not a silky. <laughs> nah. It's He's not going to tell us. Just to bug us. Yeah, yeah. A, it's, it's, not a, get fucked it's not a silky, bro. I have, I hey, have yeah. Where's my silky? It, it ain't one of those. It ain't one okay. of those. About yeah. that. And you get a cut. But anyway, what's going on, bro? What you been up to? Um... Honestly, not much. I've been uh, playing Outriders and Zombie Army for okay. That's what's and up. packing. I'm 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 moving two weeks from now. So where are you moving? Down the street. Oh shit! I thought you were going <laughs> a big big move. Man. Like, either going in, back in to the short, east coast, you going to, to where I'm at? What's in short, he's in short, he's kicking the can. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm literally kicking the can seven minutes down the street. So, uh, how is that right? How is that right? Is could you could you sum it up in like a couple of words for me? Um, play by yourself. Don't play with PC, or you'll get your inventory. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, it's fine. It's it's fine on the console. I'm not mad. The story's absolute shit, but the, the story no story's hot garbage. Really? Like, it's trash. Have, it's it's absolute trash. No, it's trash. The gameplay is wow. good. The story is trash. I don't know if I could play Pe a looter shooter by myself though. That's kind of. I mean, I've been. It's like playing Borderlands by yourself. It's cool. It's just I don't have to worry about having to wait for everybody to ready up at every yeah, single door. True. Like, there's little yeah, irritating a... things. Yeah, that's. It's true. a fucking looter shooter, which is already like a fucking knock on it for me. It, it's How it's cool though. Like game, gameplay wise, it's cool. What's up? How okay. about missing buttons? Is it easy to do? Um. If you're at the appropriate world tier, yeah. If you try to go over your own head, then no, oh. those, those bosses are unforgiving. That that the bosses kind of tell you where you should be at world tier wise. Because mm. like I went, I was on like world tier six going into seven, could not beat this fucking boss. As soon as I dropped it down to five, Trash. I cakewalked his ass. But uh, hey, don't don't nah. <laughs> you you don't understand. There, there's just way too much damage you, going on. I'm like, there's something right, wrong right, here. Right, I just started getting purple. Uh, are, are you trying to tell us you're the kid's move of leadership? Oh man! No! Wow! Man, man said the kid's that's, that's move a serious of BGP. That's, that's a Wow! That I'm I'm offended, yo. No, that, I think that, I think that I think he's saying you're the like, worst think... gamer on the panel. That's what he's saying, bro. Actually, you're the worst gamer in the chat, bro. You you can't you can't you aren't even playing it, bro. You can't even talk. Listen, that 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 inventory white. Nah, I was like, nah, I'll wait. And then when I tried to play it on the launch weekend, couldn't get in at all. So I was like, I'm sorry. That, that sounds I, like I a problem. I think I think yeah, I, I think you let Farrell go no, quite quite no, lightly. When a, he just called you a, the worst gamer on it's the a planet. Them problem because that's, that's that's a loss for Square Enix on user I'm, I'm engagement. I'm not I'm not gonna Ooh, let Farrell. I don't I don't that. I don't recommend trying to solo the bosses because it's oh, okay. it's tedious. That that's all I'm gonna say. Like if you have friends, Got yeah, friendly. Boss is gonna be easy, easy as shit. Okay. That's what's Help! up. Man. That's all I'm hearing. That, that's all right. Man. I, I I beat it. I beat it though, like without help. So I don't I don't want to let's hear let's, let's move on from uh from Jubay Smooth over here. Jubay Smooth. Bet. Bet. Feral Bazaar, man. What's going on with you, bro? What you been up to? Uh, nothing much. Um, I've been playing Dragon Quest Eleven. I finally made it to Igrid. It was Igrid. 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 Um, 
I need to go back. I guess it's like the midway point in the game. And uh, who's your party? What's your, what's, your, what's your party set up? Uh, right now, I am rolling with the main character, uh, Jade, Serena, and uh, Eric. Okay. So, story's really dry right now because they're like having like all the individual characters have their own little. I don't care for all of them. So, okay, that's what's up. That's what's up, my guy Omar. Man, what's good with you, bro? How, how you feeling? What, what, what's 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 your pulse been like? Okay, my pulse is normal. Oh no, it's very uh, what's called cold, cold, cold out here. <laughs> um, genuinely though, um, I stopped Caravan Story. One of the reason is I don't know if you have seen Xbox put out a tweet where they allow you to choose unlimited uh, inventory system oh, or no pill. loading the pill screen. Thing. The yeah, pill, yeah. yeah, right? And most people chose anything but the inventory system. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to choose for unlimited inventory system because the, the, the reason why I stopped Caravan Story is because of limited uh, inventory system, especially when I have around at least 20 characters and there is over 70 characters i can get i need to have so much inventory for them and you only get so much you can upgrade it but of course that means grinding mm. to the point where i was literally just more focusing on the main menu and trying to delete stuff or sell stuff just so i can get more stuff instead of simply playing the game and having fun. I was like, yeah, not screw it. So I found this little gem okay. called Iconic Last. And it's an indie game. If I'm correct, it was created by one, per one person. I see Don't you quote me. Lately, man. You said Iconic Last? Iconic Last. I-T-O-N-O-C-L- yeah, so this game, I got it via PlayStation Plus, and I played it, but I never finished it. So I went back and finished it, and I loved it. I loved the story. I loved the gameplay. I loved the ch how it's challenging. I enjoyed the puzzles. I enjoyed the characters. However, right now, I'm trying to platinum this game, and I'm literally at the final, final platinum final plot and what you need to do you need to beat the game from start to finish without getting hit not only one time mm. there is a safe aspect where you can save every now and then so it's a little bit uh, passable i would say but some of the bosses are like you i would be stuck on one bus for over three hours two hours Jeez. to complete that. I have literally recorded almost every single bus fight I have had with this game just so I can put it out on Twitter later and see just how much of a suspense uh, you gotta be and how much focused you need to be in order to beat uh, these bosses. So this that's is, iconic class. So this Other is like than that, Metrovania-ish Yeah, yeah. Metrovania Adventure with a little bit of puzzle element. Really, really, really great game. I recommend it highly. 
Other than that, Malatin, I just got uh, Altir, Sophie, Ferris, and uh, something else. And I'm going to review one of, I think, I'm going to play them all, and I'm just going to put out my review on Remote Play. I just joined Remote Play uh, website as nice, a reviewer. Man. Nice, man. And I'm very excited for that. Nice. Congrats, Thanks. my guy. That's what's up, bro. All right. Um, All right, man. Doing big things, man. BGP, we out here, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, lots of fun. Let me know uh, when you when you post your first thing. I want to check of it out. Of course. Yeah. I'm going to post it on BGP and uh, on Twitter Perfect. in general. All right, man. Let my guy, Reggie, man. Zero, what's going on with you, bro? Uh, what's going on, people? How is everybody doing? I, um, what? Oh, actually, I started playing, um, Days Gone, uh, the <laughs> oh. game that apparently won't get a sequel, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, uh, and Avengers. I think I'm kind of sold on this PlayStation Now thing, so I'll probably get it for like the whole month, um, or now, the entire now, now year. Or plus, pl- pl- uh, now. Not I already have plus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, that's now. that's interesting. What, what made you sold? What, what got you sold on that? Uh, it's how I play games. Um, occasionally when I don't have anything particularly to play, I'll just want something. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation Now covers that. Do you have an Xbox yet? Uh, no. I wouldn't get it before okay. the five. Well, once be, you get an Xbox, then you you'll also see that similar thing, if not better, on Game Pass. Uh, I mean, I would definitely take advantage of it, and it will save me from, you know, having to pay day and date for certain games. If you don't need uh, an Xbox, his Switch will do just fine in a couple months. Oh, yeah, but, hey, but Halo won't run well on the Switch. That's true. You will get your so, ass like, And if I'm going to smash wait, FC, wait, wait, I need it. Like, granted, I'm giving FC a hand. I'm handicapping oh, nah, myself no so ha- no, FC no, no, has a shot. I, nope, I don't want no excuse. That's <laughs> no, nobody told you I had to play on that 30 frame box. Mm, I'm saying. Nah, you gonna get you gonna get that Switch Pro. You gonna get that Switch Pro. You know what? The Switch Pro at this point is like is like Santa Claus. If enough people believe, maybe one day it will exist. It's vaporware, man. Was that one console like back like ten like a decade ago? About it's supposed to play like everything. I forgot what it was called, but it was completely vaporware. No, I imagine that I imagine the pro will be is real. But the thing is, is just like so many people keep saying, "Oh, the Switch Pro is imminent. The Switch Pro announcement is imminent." Eventually, they will be correct by the laws of by the laws That's of um, deduction. Like just just by yeah. law of odds, they will be correct at one point. Yeah. And then I'm saying it's like twenty of January. They've been saying that since two since late two thousand nineteen. I I don't know. I, I'm on the I'm on the like I you know I'll you know if I, if it comes true it comes true at this point like it is what it is right now they have a no but uh, that's why I'm saying by law of averages it, it there's a high chance it will come it true even maybe make not sense for it to come out right now I mean I don't what, what yeah I don't, I don't think they have any incentive to with the semiconductor shortage and yeah, the it's, fact uh, that it's like the it's out. like the worst time for it to to come out uh, I'm not yeah. saying it's coming out right now I'm saying that by the law of averages the amount of times yeah. these people say that the Switch Pro is happening. At some point, they will be right. They will be right by the law of averages because eventually it might happen. I don't know, man. You know how Nintendo rolls. Like the big announcement might be Labo Two, 
or the <laughs> Wii U Pro, and like, well, Lab- I guess Labo we didn't see that can come in, did we? Copies, uh, two, 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 two cardboard boxes, and fucking Zero has both of them joints. I kind of wish, but like that that wasn't for me. Like I still want that Mario Kart joint though. That but was my, cool. my I ain't gonna lie, I might actually get that just for the for the hmm. apartment. Well, my apartment's carpeted, so I don't know if I'm gonna have a really good effective yeah, time I, using it. I have no carpet. Imagine the fun. Boy. Imagine the fun you could get. You could get with that in like a like a, a like a big giant open concrete area, like a parking yeah. lot or, or something like that. That would like, be sick. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Sick. Or like you could like <laughs> get like some like elevation, almost like um. Not a Lego set, but you know, like the like the little speed cars. You know what I'm talking about? Like it has like the loop the loops and shit. Oh, oh Hot Wheels set. Yeah, 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 Hot Wheels. So I wonder if you could. I don't know if you could put the thing on that, but like you could probably somewhere. set up some homemade ramps and that's stuff. What, that's like, what I mean. That, 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 you could totally do it. That would be sick. Yeah, like that. That's pretty dope. Um, other than that, still running through. It takes two. I'm on the last. Uh, I think we're on like the last level. It feels like the last level. Um, it's nice. So uh, again, can't recommend the game enough. It is absolutely fantastic. Get a friend, play, play with somebody, you know, work on your relationship. It's a great game. Um, I think I said it, Avengers, which it's not great. I, it's a little better than I expected. It's not great at all. I can say for it. That's what I mean. <laughs> a little better than I expected. Honestly, again, when we get a good Superman game, <laughs> you can talk. Just listen, shut your ass up. Listen, you ain't listen, ever getting a good Superman listen, game, bro. Man, you ain't ever. How about you get one good, good Marvel game, game that's not that's not Spider Man? All right. I had ten I iterations of Spider Man. That, that fucking Alliance. Have you never played Ultimate Alliance? Alliance? I was about to say, like, get the fuck out yeah, of here. Come on, Marvel versus Capcom. Jubei is hard right now. You don't even play that game. To be fair, I don't play what series is pretty good. To be fair, the Injustice series is very good. That's a good point. I'll give you that. Yes, sit your ass down somewhere. Anyway, it's a thing about uh, about (laughs) one. Okay, it's a minor thing, but I've always turned around and said there were two: a minor script rewrite and having a created character would have definitely would have, in my opinion, would have improved uh, Marvel. uh, Would have uh, improved Avengers because it's all about that. It's all about that character. It's it's all about that immersion, like the 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 insert factor. I don't relate. I will never relate. And I think she's boring. I don't like Miss Marvel. I uh, I don't. That's where, that's where we differ. I actually love. I actually don't think you're wrong. No, Ms. I think Marvel, a creative character Marvel. would probably be better. Miss no, Marvel. Marvel and okay. Miss Marvel yeah. and Captain Marvel are two completely different people. I, I I I think she is a boring ass character. Yeah, and like like Captain America. America. Where, no, I'm actually, sorry, Captain I'm sorry, Superman. What you said, Superman? No, I said Captain America. Yeah. So <laughs> weird. Sound like you said well, Superman. The guy who just definitely said the son of Krypton. He he definitely said Captain America. Okay, he did not say Steve Rogers. He did not most boring characters, and I said Captain America. Like no, he's boring. Shut your ass up. So my my point is is even as her character is written. You could take her out and replace her with Johnny Nobody. And it probably would have been more effective because at least you are you could make that character look how you want. So it is a self-insert. It is basically yeah. fanfic. It would have been, been nice if they instituted part of what uh DC Online did, right? Where you could kind of choose your class, your, Man, that was your a villain. Fun game. I still want superpowers. What do you mean? I, I still play that game. Like yeah. I, 
I like Kamala Khan personally as a character, but I think Dante's right. Like, it didn't have to be Kamala. And because it's in humans, the mist can affect anybody, i.e. you, random Joe character. Exactly. And that probably would make it just a bit better. Um, if they just would have made the superheroes feel like superheroes out the gate and just not went with those RPG elements... Yeah, I, think I mean, no, I do, I do, just I do agree Justice with League, that. You know what I mean? Then you, then no, it, like it don't, superhero. it don't make but, sense that I gotta beat on this little guy. All he has but, on him oh, is a pistol, and I gotta smash his face in multiple times, multiple fair, times. Like, that, that's video game like, <laughs> logic one hundred and one, right? Like the yeah, same no, way everybody looked no, weird not, when. No, 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 but what? No. But no. The, some of those guys should be one hitter quitters, bro. Like, I, I don't feel, I, I, I don't I feel strong you. at all. I raise you that. I raise you that. Just no, just to be a no, just to prove a point on the fact that you can do like the power fantasy that Jube is mentioning, and it's still a good game. I present to you Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Well, it was an okay game. game um, I have a garbage. question. When are we going to be Shout just to accept Luka. that? I just want to say this. When are we going to just accept that bullet punch enemies just simply exist and that just something exists in almost every looter shooter? So, yeah, because, is it unrealistic? I got to chop you off. I'm going to meet everybody. We gotta, we're going way left. Let me get the Kofi. Let's okay. get to this topic, man. People, people just sit in the chat. I apologize yeah. for this. For this marble trash talk, marble <clears throat> trash, marble trash. All right, Kofi, go ahead, man. I'll keep it. I'll keep it quick. I've basically been doing a rotation of four games. Neo Two is the primary. Love it. It's like it literally just makes me. So, it's like a, a natural high. Uh, two, doing dailies and Gran Turismo Sport. I'm just going to do it all year in preparation for Gran Turismo Seven because I want to do an open challenge for any PlayStation uh, fans like uh, Rome Rush. I know he comes by every once in a while. I'm going to challenge him once GT Seven. We might even do a GT Sport one. Kofi, uh, that's going to be Rome, fun. Rome only plays one game. And it's called Madden. What? I thought no, no, no. He's big in the racers. He's big. That's all he. That's all he plays. He plays. No, no, no. No, There's no, no way. No, no, no. Shout out to my guy. You hate me. You hate me. I did him like that, and that's all he plays. Oh, <laughs> see, I'm not getting into this. Uh, uh. Yeah, I mean, shout out to my guy Rome, but yo, I okay. only plays Madden. Um, Shots fired, bro. Oh, shit. Um, okay, so really quick. Oh. So Shin Megami Tensei 3, playing it. Um, really love it on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4. I found out that the really bad version is the Switch version. And I will talk about that when we get closer to May 25th, which is the localization release date. Um, but it's not really great news, guys. So um, definitely stay in tune for that. The last one, um, shout out to Rodimus J, uh, Disco Elysium, uh, the final cut. And it is so great so great i have about four and a half five hours in it it is so cynical the and writing. self-aware and the writing is incredible and i'm just really happy with it but i know we kind of went far in the intro so i'll talk about it maybe future week yeah see see, see what happens when you guys start capping about marvel this this is what happens we miss out hey, on you good games. You brought up the whole. Anyway. I was just telling what games I was playing. You wanted to start talking about Superman being the worst. Character. I didn't say I Superman. Like, I, mean, I, I, guess I, I, I definitely agree said with Captain you, America. But nobody anyway, really talks we'll, about we'll, right we're now. We're going to continue. We're going to. You over there playing? You over there playing the Marvels with a tear in your eye, talking about why can't my guy be great? All right, let's uh, let's go on to the let's go on to Fuck. the first topic, man. Uh, salute, salute to my guy Kofi. Sorry for the short intro. Salute to the chat. Uh, appreciate you guys checking in, checking out the show. Night music. What's going on with you? Um. 
Amidius Helsing, Joster Plays, Diconius Games, Graphic God, Night, I already said Night Mew, Stanley Francis, uh, Amberlynn Hurley, Lakers Rams, Salute, Joster Plays, I see Luke in the chat, Arcade4247, I appreciate you guys checking out. If you guys are now listening, make sure y'all karate chop that like button, subscribe if you are new, and, su- and uh, share this out to gamers everywhere. First topic of the day, Sony focusing on big titles. If you guys have not known, last week was kind of a bombshell for Sony. Um, well, last two weeks, but recently Jason Schreier wrote a Bloomberg article um, titled Sony's Obsession with Blockbusters is Stirring Unrest Within PlayStation Empire. I don't really want to read into it, but I guess I'm going to let... I'm gonna, Kofi, you read this, right? I did, I did, and I'm going to try to pull it off. I've got connection issues. I'm, I'm blessing. Uh, I'm taking the... Yeah, God right now, but yeah, I'm yeah, still I, in this room. I, I have it up. I have it up. But can you just give the the the, the, the viewers just a little bit synopsis? Or okay, so Jason oh, yeah. Schreier uh, covered two, I think, significant topics. Yeah. But the the gist uh, that I'll try to summarize. People jump in if you need to. Is that there was a team called the Visual uh, Support? I forget VGSA. And yeah. they were um, led by a well-known developer. I forget his last name because his last name is not easy for me to say. I apologize. Real, but he real quick, I, real quick, is that the, uh, the the secret San Diego studio? Because they're based is. in San Diego. This, oh wow, this okay. is. And so originally they um, had an idea to remake Uncharted One, and I thought that was a great idea. But the reason uh, they decided to migrate to eventually making remaking the last of us was because they thought it would be less expensive the assets that had already brought the original code to the remastered version was already on playstation uh, 4 uncharted 3 was remastered on playstation 4 but it was old assets right so it's there's a difference i think there, there would just been a lot more overhead um and uh while that development uh, went over time the um the the vgsa studio was asked to help the uh development uh for naughty dog's other projects and eventually workers from naughty dog started to take over control for whatever vgsa had developed so far apparently they had a section of the game that they were ready to demo and when uh, all in all when it came to herman holst who had been newly appointed uh, his position he looked at the game and thought that they were still even though they decided to go with uncharted i'm sorry the last of us being remade it was still too expensive compared to other remakes that they had been doing obviously i'm thinking something like blue point the only other remake i know of is medieval which i'm sure that was incomparable like much more cheap uh in budget so the the team basically disbanded and there seems to be uh, well, I, I won't put my opinion yet. So moving on, then um, there was other issues with uh, this AAA space where uh, after Studio Ben had de- developed and released uh, Days Gone, which again was in April of 2019, yep. they had apparently had maybe they were twiddling their thumbs a little bit, uh, considering how large the staff was for the last two years of development, mm-hmm. uh, asked to do support development with. Uh, um, Naughty Dog on what they're currently working, their new multiplayer game, and within Studio Ben specifically, for what I can remember, there are indiv- like there are smaller units of teams that were asked to help. It wasn't like 
oh, all of Naughty Dog or all of Bend in this sector go. It was like maybe programmers from a specific uh, section within uh, Bend that went and supported. And according to Jason Schreier, there was so much support coming from Bend over this period of time that they kind of got the feeling, I, I feel like developers who were on site, that they were going to be absorbed into Naughty Dog. That Sony's top, top big brass think that Naughty Dog takes precedence. And when they want something done, everybody's going to funnel their, their energy towards them. And that possibly, this is what he's alleging, that Ben could lose uh, part of their identity, right? Part of their uniqueness that they were crafting with uh, uh, not not just, uh, uh, not just uh, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting it, not, not just Days Gone, but other titles that they had made um, as a partner of Bend, still had their own touch to it. And I'm talking about like um, Resistance on, on and Resistance and uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss. Yeah. So all of this uh, happened and uh, apparently alleged that uh, Days Gone 2 was pitched after Days Gone 1 was released and it was uh, knocked down. Whether it had it, the, the alleging that Jason Schreier wrote was that it did not critically review well enough, despite sales being uh, favorable, I'll say. Yeah, it did make a profit. I will say, we don't know what Sony's expectations were the, right. was of it. I could say that if this game had gotten to 85 Metacritic, I think it's going to... It would have sold even better or didn't release with bugs, uh, you know, to GameSpot, who gave it like a 5 out of 10. Anyway, um, so all this happened, and... At the very end of the article, which seemed a little bit like Jason could flesh this out, in my opinion, it seems that now Ben does have a new IP they're developing. We don't know what the scope of it would be. Is it like another AAA game from Ben? Is it something smaller? Um, in the process of all this, the top two uh, leaders at Ben have left. Yeah. Um, I'm forgetting one of them. Uh, Jeff Ross uh, was the lead game designer. I, I apologize. I don't know. Yeah, uh, the, the one gentleman. He's a game. The, the, the one of the game directors, and the other yes. gentleman um, is the is basically the the writer. Um, okay. I forgot his name. The one who had been there from the very beginning, right? He had done yeah. all the games. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, uh, Jeff Ross was the director of Days Gone. Director, and then yeah. the, the the other yeah. the other guy who's, who's yeah. been the, the been the main head. He's the one who yeah. Two, wrote two, it. Both of yeah, both of them uh, were with them when they were under a different name back during the siphon filter days. No. Yeah, that's right. Way back. So I um, did a uh, video. Well, go ahead. Days Gone. That, that's basically the. Have it just uh, if you guys want to know a little bit more about not Days Gone. Um, on uh, oh Bend. Sony Bend. Bend Studio. Yeah. Idetic, I think it was the name that they were they went by before. Um, but anyway, if you guys wanted to know a little 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 plug, I haven't made a video in a long time, but it's a pretty good piece in my opinion. But yeah, so that's that's kind of the gist of it. Um, I now you know if, if you guys don't know, I'll, I'll I'll post a link in the in the chat for you guys to go look at it while you want know, to follow along if you want. Um, there's the link right there. I'm gonna go straight to Dante first because uh, he got the the representing the days gone bike in the background. Um, so again, like like Kofi said, it's it's a multitude of things. Um, there's Sony Ben's been talked about. This uh, this one you know secret Sony um, San Diego studio visual art service group has been talked about, and this I guess the overall scope of the uh, like the title says Sony's obsession with blockbusters uh, is also being talked about. So a lot of stuff to digest, and we're trying to we'll try to do our best to you know go through our opinions on it. But Dante, I'm gonna let you get the first uh, strike on this. 
your yeah. thoughts on what's what's going on and and I guess the aftermath afterwards. Well, I think it's also fair, fair to state that uh, David. Uh, the Jeff Ross on a podcast with David Jaffe. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good podcast actually. Did stay and these these this is his stay because I even sent you a link to the article. Yeah, okay. I've seen. Yep. I did not leave because of tensions with Sony. That was stated in the article in Bloomberg. Something that I will miss in Sony is their non-intervention in the triple A in reference to the freedom of the developer. Mm-hmm. He also stated that Days Gone Two was still in development. While while he left the studio, it say it states in the first part in I believe the first paragraph. Yeah, I see it right here. Yep, he did. He did which, I, I, I watched the podcast, but I'll let you. I'll let you go. And I'll yeah, my thoughts. Yeah, which obviously doesn't correlate with um, Jason Schreier's article, which stated that Ben Studios pitched and it rejected. So I mean, we're obviously getting mixed messages here. Um, Jason Schreier for. Uh, some of the some so, so from some of the things that I would disagree with that he said is very on the pulse and knows a lot of insiders who basically tell him this shit. So honestly, between the two, I'd actually believe Jason more on this. But what I don't like, what I don't like, is this this seeming dependence to pull teams and this is not just a sony issue but i don't like i don't like this whole thing of pulling damn near entire teams over from one studio to work with another studio i don't obviously that's, that's a programmer common. that's pretty common no no though. hit me out hit me out okay. hit me out because because you you see a lot you see you see a lot of it and like micro not microsoft sorry um EA did a, did a lot of this. They've done a lot of this in the last couple of years. Um, and, uh, Anthem was one of them. Um, so was Mass Effect Andromeda. Like, a number of these have happened. And, like, the problem with this, and it's a lot of people being pulled in so many different directions that the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing and things end up can fall apart. It, it's happened with EA. Like, I don't mind... Like, I feel there's nothing wrong with like uh, a select number of people who know what they're doing going over and helping with a development but maybe if a maybe if it's requiring like a big chunk of another studio to come over to help maybe you should be taking your time with it and using your own people instead of trying to rush it seemingly rush it out and using team a team from Another studio who could be working on their own thing with full manpower. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, because, like I said, it, it's ha- it happened with EA, and most of the game and some of the games that that happened with ended up in disasters because they forced everybody to use the Frostbite engine, and most of the most of the engineers for the Frostbite engine were being moved from, um, I think it was Dragon Age Inquisition mm-hmm. to the Mass Effect team. Then we're being moved over to the EA, uh, the EA Sports branch for FIFA because that was being made on Frostbite now. Like, like I said, it's just if you pull too many people in too many different directions, you end up spreading your resources thin when these people could be like uh, uh, singular. They could be singular in their purpose if that's what you want to do. Um, aside from that. Sony's obsession with blockbusters. There is nothing inherently wrong with that. But once you start doing that, you kill the potential 
for there to be block, future blockbusters. Hmm. Like, take what Days Gone was. Was it a critical success? Fuck no. Was it a commercial success? From all accounts, yes, yeah. it was a commercial success. And it ha- and it was packed to be... Um, and it's going to be even more successful because they're just putting it on Steam now. On Steam and Epic. They're putting it on PC. So it's going to garner more money. Um, but now Ben Studio can't learn from what they did with Days Gone and apply that to Days Gone 2. Now, there's a potential that they could learn what they could learn the lessons from Days Gone into their new title. But what about the new things they try and add into this game? Like, this game could be completely different, and that just adds another level of challenges. Yeah. And possible, and possible things that could go wrong. Like, what if they don't, what, what if they want to do an RPG? Like what? What if? What if the next game isn't going to be in uh, an RPG? It's uh, so. What if the next game isn't going to be an open world like shoot shooter like the uh, Days Gone was? Maybe it's going to be an RP an open world RPG. Like that. That's a new tier of things that they've got that could possibly go wrong. And what if? The, what if the same thing happens with this next title? Is there not going to be a sequel? Like the the, the problem yeah. is with this as well is it completely stifles the ability to set up sequels. Because then you have a Last of Us 2 scenario where a sequel comes right the fuck out of nowhere when it doesn't make sense. Okay. that's And the fact, let me say this, I disagree with Kofi that um, about a Uncharted remake. I feel like Uncharted stands alone. It's not, it's not necessarily that old that it kind of warrants it. I kind of feel like the cutoff date for remake should... Probably early PlayStation 2 era, then going back to PlayStation 1, stuff like that. That, I feel, is like the cutoff date right now, for me at least, for remakes. Like, that's where I'm comfortable saying, no, you could remake it. Like, uh, Dino Crisis or um, another game. I, yeah, or um, or Overblood, which was actually one of my favorite ga- uh, two games on PlayStation. Or um, an actual fucking remake of Super Mario 64. But they have already done that. Um like I, I I don't feel like they should be focusing on remakes. Like uh, from I believe the Bloomberg article also mentions that Sony one Sony were looking at more remakes because of the success uh success and uh, the critical claim of uh Re- I think it was Final Fantasy VII and Resident Evil Two, wasn't it? I think that was mentioned in the article, wasn't it? I believe so. I gotta look again. But yeah, I mean it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a money maker. I mean, it's a money maker. Even- um. I was gonna say even even God of War, even though it's not a remake, you know they went back to an old IP, you know, and, and polished it, you know, put a new story to it, and massive success. So yeah, they're gonna go back to those old IPs that they. Yeah, like in. there's nothing wrong with going going back. There's no there's nothing wrong with building on existing IPs. The problem is is when you're remaking something that's that it, that an IP like there's a difference between building on. An IP because then you're adding to the additional lore, like um, uh, like what God of War did. Like it, it's adding new mythologies, like in the Norse mythology. Now, what if what if um, what if it continues? Uh, we're gonna get Egyptian mythology. Oh, like it, it, yeah, then because there's a lot Assassin's of Creed. Then then you start to milk the shit out of it. And I don't exactly. There, there has to be a point where it needs it to needs stop. To but, but there is a difference between that building on an existing. And then remaking something. There, there is a difference because you're not built. You're not necessarily building off of an established law. You're rebuilding it. You're, like, you're tearing that shit down and building on that same foundation. You're not 
you're not building on the existing building, you're breaking it down and building off the foundation. Um, now, as far as The Last of Us 1 remake, I feel like the only way that they, the only reason why they would even, not only because it, the first Last of Us was a success, but I feel like one of the only reasons is so they can justify uh, the story of 2. Because then they can remake the story of 1 and add in all the stuff that Last of Us 2 pulls out of its ass. It might, it might. But let me let me let me get the rest of the panel thoughts. So I'm gonna go straight to Kofi. What for, first before I before I go to y'all, I just want to add this because you know, again, we had our, our talks before and, and we've had it even on the show where why you were a PlayStation gamer, the fact that you value how PlayStation nourishes talent. And I did a bunny quote there because that's in my opinion that's. That's old PlayStation. With the new PlayStation, doesn't seem to be doing that, in my opinion. I guess we'll find out in the next, I guess, next five years, three to five years, to see if, if that's the case. Because what what stuff what's what's happening now or, or or what's behind the scenes, you won't see it until three to four or five years down the road. It's like a it's like a a, a, a cargo ship or a freight ship, or whatever, trying to turn. It's not it's not going to turn one eighty right away. It's going to take time to turn. Just you know what I mean. So it's going to be exactly the same yeah. thing here. So so Kofi. What's your thoughts on this after seeing what happened to Japan Studios, after hearing that Days Gone 2 was not greenlitted, um, despite what uh, Ross says? And you have to also have to keep people aware that he was under NDA, so he can't really, he legally could yes. not black, <coughs> say anything about Days Gone. Like, he even said it on the show. Like, he, he, he didn't deny it, and he didn't not deny it. You know what I mean? He right. Kept, he just kept it like, you know, Do, please don't sue, sue me, Sony. So... Cool. So first, yeah, I got to address um, your uh, question very directly. Mm-hmm. A lot of my narrative is uh, the cultivation of a studio, either building an IP up, making a franchise. And I was talking to uh, a good friend about a good list of games that came out year to year on PlayStation 4 since 2015. And he, he, he responded to me very well. He's like, you realize only one of those games got a sequel, right? So I said, you know, we had Bloodborne and we had The Last Guardian and then we got Horizon Zero Dawn and then, okay, skip 2018 because a lot of those are like IPs we knew like God of War and Spider-Man that yeah. became and got Days Gone and we got Death Stranding. He's like, Horizon's the only one getting a sequel. You realize that? And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. he right though. He got to write this. I have to eat crow and acknowledge that even though... um. Part of part of what I believe is that you know, those studios should still have a chance to create something new. So I, I like the idea of Sucker Punch having a new chance. I like the idea that Housemark has a game coming out this year that maybe it's not the best, but they're getting that shot that they've never had before. And, and it's going to happen again. They're going to be axed. Yes, but that's still that's still to my point as why I would include days uh, not days going Death Stranding. Because that's Kojima getting a chance through resources that PlayStation provided. And the rumor mill on that is that he's not getting a second one. Which was the same as Bloodborne. Like, yep. the, like, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In absolute fairness, though oh, a lot of us did shout on it for being a, uh, a glorified DLC, uh, Mars Morales technically was a pseudo-sequel. Like That, that was yeah. a sequel. And that pretty much... And I think it's already been confirmed they are working on Marvel Spider-Man 2. Absolutely, yeah. you know that's so, gonna I mean, be. You can, you, can, yeah. you can count that as like out of all the games that came out, you can now count that as like two games. To be fair, that though, that is a Sony movie 
product thing. That's a whole nother. Yeah, the only reason I didn't mention God of War and Spider-Man is that they have been released by, like, Bloodborne was, like, basically an original IP, right? Just like Horizon and just like Death Stranding and Days Gone uh, or The Last Guardian, really. Original to anybody who has never played a Dark Souls game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Touche. And, uh... So where am I going with all this? Because remind me, go back to the... Okay, so yeah. Okay, now that we've heard two different perspectives on what's happened, I commend Dante for leaning slightly towards Jason Schreier because I have great respect for Jason Schreier. I also disagree on his discourse on almost anything, but I, I will always look back on articles that help bring light to why I'm passionate about gaming now. Uh, so I have to respect the fact that he's trying to make us, I guess, make some fans loud about either supporting things that they want to continue or giving PlayStation a message on what they don't like. Because yeah. if there's enough change and we affect PlayStation's bottom line, they're going to look for new avenues on how to sell creativity. Yep. And I, I want to under what I really want to understand is what was the process with Ben not having a new chance at making a game and then getting a new IP? Was it all in the same meeting? Was Jason Schreier's news somewhat old and that at, at first they were denied and then they're like, well, no, we don't want you to make Days Gone too. Just make something original because we're doing a lot of open world stuff. Maybe that's you know the negative that was coming towards Ben in their feedback. Another thing that Jeff Ross mentioned was that he seemed to be getting support even after the game's release. Not things like, oh, you didn't do this right, that right. Now, obviously, he's under NDA, so he's not going to say everything. But that wasn't the reaction I expected to hear from him. I thought he was going to say something like, yeah, it wasn't so great. (laughs) Um, Sitting there, because I've seen the other side of it. We've seen Corey Barlog look at him getting a 94, and he's crying. Because he he sacrificed so much time. Mm -hmm. And... um, for, for Jeff Ross to come out and say that he was still getting support and getting a, you know, a phone call or a text message from Shuhei Yoshida about uh, enjoying the game is really great. Um, where I will be disappointed moving forward is if Ben's next game isn't nearly as resource ambitious. Let's say Sony's like, look, we're going to give you another game, but that game going to be like, whatever. You know, we're going to give you like... A, a third of the budget that you had before. Yes, we want to pull things back. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, well, I'm because... not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on VR. Omar, you, you want to say something? Yes. Uh, apparently, the next game is their most ambitious game ever, and they grew from 40 personnel to 100 personnel. So I days can. Gone. So I can absolutely not see them making a game less oh, ambitious than Days Gone. Omar, you said 40 to 100 personnel. They did that with Days Gone. They started at 40. They needed, they needed, they realized the game was bigger than they yes. thought, and they yes, increased yes. it to 120. And the personnel right now is 120. So I can't see them go back to 40 personnel. That's what I'm trying to make. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the game. We'll see. Just like Kofi. What, what? Because Days Gone, it's it's a massive game, and yeah, going from there and to apparently oh, they even went over the budget with oh, Days Gone. Oh, I can't believe it! Yeah, especially you know, um, you know, to your point, Omar, 
Jeff Ross lamenting over being in his interview with David Jaffe, being two years in, having not much to show, <laughs> and then and then they're like, you know what, you could do it, go bend. That's awesome. That's the the that's, Sony position we kind of know or we believe we know. But that's, uh, that's that's something as well, like that right there, being two years in and not having anything. That goes to something I've previously said before, where that seems to be a massive trend among studios right now, where they waste a fuckload of time sitting on their hands with nothing to show for it. Like Anthem, Mass Effect Andromeda, fucking Cyberpunk 2077, Days Gone. Like, they, they sit around, mm. like, eating time. Like, that, that's why I've always said, if a studio, if a major know, publisher is going to... I'm about to disagree. I'm about, I'm about to disagree because a new IP is it's it's hard. You know what I mean? No, like, no, no. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Like, I'm not saying that it's entirely. Uh, in oh, what? What am I? How am I gonna frame this? All All I'm saying is I'm going back to my previous point when I've said that I prefer if studios like fully committed and fully committed and and got funding behind games that they had a solid foundation on because clearly people were being paid. Uh, like the whole staff was being paid, et cetera, et cetera, and working on things when they didn't have an idea of what they were making, like what happened with mm. Anthem when they were making things and assets for a game they didn't even realize or didn't even know they were making or have any idea of what they were making. Yeah, that, that, and that, that part rather, is bad management. And that, but that's what I'm saying is like, just on face value, when he said that they spent two years doing nothing, I'm curious, mm. how much did you get done in that two years? That amounted to nothing. Yeah. When True. you actually had the idea, which is why I've said, which is why I've said previously on a podcast, I prefer it to have a system where, okay, you can spend the time coming up with the game, uh, you like coming up with the concepts, put together a demo, then pitch that to a studio, and then they'll, and then obviously, or, uh, or to yourself, and you say, you know what, we've got something here, we're going to run with this, start the presses. All right, fair enough. Kofi. Um, I mean, I think that's most of my thoughts, unless I didn't answer any more direct questions you had. I, I, I am definitely weary about the PlayStation, I mean, uh, Sony Japan store. I mean, uh, not, well, the store is another thing, but the studio basically no longer existing as we know it. Uh, that, that is always going to be a sore point for me. That is always why I will sound angry or something like that when it comes to uh, first party okay. as of late. I'm, I'm, but, uh... You you could chime in any time, but I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to uh, my guy Farrell. But before I go to him, I I just want to just iterate that uh, when I was watching David Jaffe's podcast, there's people coming in and doing like you know you you could voice in, and one of the guys that voiced in uh, kind of reminded me of you a little bit. How he was like, the reason why I'm a, I'm a PlayStation gamer is because of nostalgic games, the, the the risky games, the smaller titles, the titles that that got him into the PlayStation ecosystem. And now, where you and mainly, but on Japan Studios, basically, you know what I mean, yeah. like the games they Fact. made, and the Fact. fact that they're gone, and those titles are not going to be made. It's like what, like, it, it comes to a point where sometimes, not always, um, and this is not a doom and gloom for PlayStation, but it's just like companies shift. Sometimes yeah. that company may no longer be for you. Like Ubisoft is no longer the company for me. I was a big Ubisoft fan. Good point. And you just because the, the stuff they're going is not with me. Same with Nintendo. I started off as a Nintendo as a kid, and I was, true, me too. I, I shifted away once they did GameCube. I was like, this is not the direction I want to go with them, and I went went my way. And that happens. And it, and, it, and who's to say that it can't happen to Sony? 
you know, but we'll see. We'll see if, it, if they if they go away from making those uh, nostalgic like games and just strictly to becoming the next EA in a sense. So, Pharaoh, what's what's your thoughts on this? Um, I don't think that it's doom and gloom for Sony. Like that's the no. first thing I'm going to say. Just different. It is different. Um, but it's something that I've been talking about. I know I've been talking about it on the show for a while that Sony was going in this, you know, AAA only type of direction for the most part. Um, and I, I think they're just saying tried and true to that. I think, you know, days gone, while unfortunate, it did not hit the metrics that Sony wanted for the game, whether it be um, review score or the state it was released but, in. But Farrell, but, but, but I'm going to let you continue. But the thing, and then, and then tie to Kofi's point, Uncharted 1 was not a great game. But Uncharted 2 became a masterpiece because they learned from Uncharted 1, akin to what Dante is saying. Why can't they gone? Uh, true, true. That's that's true. All right, Different right. leadership. Um, you know, Jim Ryan, he's not a part of, well, he was a part of that old leadership, but he wasn't the one making, making those types decisions. of decisions. Yeah, okay, fair yes. enough. So Naughty Yeah. So, well, Naughty Dog wasn't the studio that it was at that time. Like, we, we can't compare Naughty Dog now to Naughty Dog. That's also true. So, good point. Um, just just different leadership um, and a different view. I think um, I, I think where this becomes the studio was Japan issue, studio at that point. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think where this becomes an issue for um, for for PlayStation is just that I think I think they just need more. They're going to need more content. Um, this next generation, whether they whether it's doing deals like they're doing now with Returnal, where they they pay a studio to make a game exclusively for them, or they you know they purchase a couple studios just because of you know what the competition is doing, it's going to be hard to go with last generation's model of securing all of these timed exclusives and really a lot of free exclusives like Personified Royal and things like that. Yeah, it's starting to because, change. This gen. Yeah, because. I mean, we're already seeing it. We, we, we saw it this month where, you know, Game Pass got, you know, two AAA titles in its service in one month, mm-hmm. day one. Um, and as those subscribers go up, I believe we're going to see more of that. And it's going to be very hard to say to, you know, Square Enix, like, hey, Final Fantasy 17, we want that timed exclusive when... Xbox may give you the same amount of money or even more to put it in their service day one and still allow you to release it on any platform you feel like as long as it's in that service day one. Yep. So it, it, it so it's just gonna make things harder, you know, to, to follow the PlayStation 4 model. I think I think that they are gonna need some evolution as far as um their exclusive content and how they go about getting it, because I don't think they're gonna see as much um "Quote unquote free exclusive content that they didn't have to pay for, like they didn't have to pay for Persona Five to be on there. It wasn't a timed exclusive deal. They just just only went to PlayStation. I don't think it's going to be the case anymore." Okay, that's that's a fair point, man. That's a fair point, man. Omar, man, if you've heard you've heard the panel, uh, most of the panel speak. What's your takes? What's your take on this? And like just overall the pulse of PlayStation. Like what's what's going on, man? What's going on okay. in your in your mind? Okay, so first of all, Jason Klein have been wrong and right. So whether his report is accurate or inaccurate, 
I can't judge on that. Only time will tell. I will. I have, uh, to, I have to have a caveat because Ross himself also said that Jim uh, uh, Jason Schreier's article was right multiple times. He said he was and right. He, and he also said that some stuff that didn't happen, how uh, Jason Schreier yeah. perceived them. Well, basically so, what he's saying, it wasn't the, 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 the severity isn't as what it may be perceived, but he never said he was wrong. He said he's right. And remember, he's under NDA. And he retweeted yeah, Jason and said, this guy is serious. He's right. <laughs> and that's basically as safe as he could say without saying anything. So just keep that Jason in mind. Jason Schreier literally put out a tweet saying that his point of view about the uh, Naughty Dog absorbing what's called that other studio came literally from a person joking about it. Like, from that's the from, problem. From, is, from, from Naughty Dog. He's saying, like, yeah, they're basically Naughty Dog North. He, as a joke. He, he, he was, yes, like, I'm like, how you can make an article, uh, uh, like, for me, Jason Schreier is now in Bloomberg, eh? yeah. and he need to make uh, content and this his content can't be just simply reporting on news. He he needs to exaggerate it a little bit. No, he doesn't because he's an he investigator. Does, he actually does. It's, it's, he not, actually it's does. not like it's not like a Kotaku journalist. Where he's definitely got, a pretty he serious. Is a new <laughs> he's a he's an investigative journalist, Bloomberg's which means that his, 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 uh, his articles take time. They take research. Like he is given. A How is it, wait a second. How is it a reset when you literally make an made an article and put out a statement because of a freaking joke? Like no. He literally admitted with that tweet that the reason he he wrote that in is because of a joke. He he genuinely said that. That's why I'm trying to say he There's, literally tried. There, one, there is a hint of truth in a joke. And he is portraying the feeling of the person that he spoke to. He's yes. not saying that Sony is officially making Ben Studio Naughty Dog North. He's saying that's how, um, the that's how an employee characterized. That's how he felt about it because they weren't allowed to do what they wanted to do at that moment. That's how that employee characterized it. And he put it in the article. He and wasn't o- saying that Ben Studio was be actually becoming Naughty Dog North. And Omar, you have to, you have to look at the history of Ben Studios as well. They've they've made a lot of, I mean, they they make Uncharted: Golden Abyss, and they 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 worked with Naughty Dog as like they helped them, and they're helping them now, and until <coughs> until they yes, decided to go to the new but, IP. So it's like but PlayStation, the PlayStation Studios help each other all the time. I know, but all the. the, the I, 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 I would love I, I, two things. I'd love to you're, see you're this. You're focusing I, on the Naughty Dog North thing way way too much. It's it's, yeah, it's a I, joke, I, I, but it's I, also I, it's also true. Okay. I want to see this tweet, time. and I'd also like to point out because this relates to Omar. Jason Schreier also put out this tweet. One of the most unpleasant things about covering games is the way gamers will jump through hoops to deny news they dislike. Omar, our, our, the thing is, yeah. I, I DM'd no, 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 I DM I DM'd this dude. I, Omar, I DM'd you what he said, and you still. Are gonna say what you're gonna say. It's gonna make you look bad. Like the guy Ross said, he was right. That's it. That, once he says that, that's it. Yeah. Just stop. No more. Just stop. Look no further than the No Man's Sky thing. All he reported was that No Man's Sky was getting delayed, and they went after him as though he canceled the game all his own. He went after Cyber all, Cyberpunk, and he was right about yeah, that. All he said was, "You got so much smoke." Rumors say 
game gonna be delayed and they went after him as mm -hmm. if like he had said something wildly controversial they, they well, I would say i'm just genuinely gonna just, just play say the wait up wait and see approach so this, happened, this doesn't bother you at all. I'm, I'm talking about the state of PlayStation, despite... I know you don't like Jason, but I mean... I don't like uh, the idea of remaking Last of Us 1. Like, that's pointless to me. As exactly. someone that loves 1 and 2, I just don't find any uh, reason to, to make that. You also love Days Gone as well. Yes, I love Days Gone, and I would have loved a sequel to it. And they, I'm they, hoping they, that they did with uh, Spider-Man. They're gonna and they're I'm gonna bundle the two together, and they're gonna sorry? give you that 60 frames per second. They're gonna give you Last of Us Two 60 frames per second with factions, and they're gonna bundle it with the Last of Us Two remake, Last of Us remake, and they're gonna sell it to you for seventy bucks. No, no, Last of Us Two and one together bundled with faction. I still don't care yeah. about that. <laughs> I'm just. I generally don't. That 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 seems to be the obvious direction because so there is no reason that there hasn't been a single update for Last of Us Two yet. Like at, at that point, like no, I'm not an insider, but just looking at it from a logical perspective and looking at what they did with with a game that just came out, you know, at the launch of the generation, it makes the most sense as to why we don't why we haven't heard anything about factions, why there hasn't been a sixty frames per second patch, like absolute like. Last of Us Two hasn't been touched at all. That's that's like, most even likely. Ghost, even Ghost of Tsushima got touched. That's most you know, likely so. the case. That's most likely the case. But Omar, 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 I want, I want, I want. Like you, you read the article, despite it being right or wrong. Yeah. But just, just, like, but just, I, use, just I, use, just I, use, just use. Right, but you, you use I, the recent news of what what occurred. Right before the rumor I mean, about Japan Studios. Right, that was a rumor we didn't we didn't talk about it until okay, a week so later. Okay, about, about Japan Studios, I told you uh, this was. I don't think so. I asked Kofi, would have, uh, what's his name, um, what's his name, Sean Layden have closed Japan Studio? Nope. And <clears throat> you're, saying, you're saying no. However, every single thing Jim Ryan is doing, Sean Layden came out in the interview and said he wanted to do that. He, he said, said, he, he, said want he wanted to close um, Japan Studios or did he make a quote he, saying, even if it doesn't sell, we're making this game for you? He he closed he closed uh, the studio that made Wipeout. Yeah. Companies close studios whether we like it or not. And uh, back That's in true. his uh, era, uh, Japan Studio was still making games. And uh, what's the name of the game? Um, I mean, uh, they've got so many. They they co-develop everything. Well, you're talking yes. about era or when four? When did this article come out? When did this article come out? Because I'm looking through Jason Schreier's um, Twitter right now to try and find this tweet that Omar's talking about, and I'm seeing nothing about it. Yeah, let me see. I don't know if he deleted it. It was it was in, it was a response tweet. Um, and he did mention something like that. You might have to go to you might have to go to tweets and replies and look at the replies. I don't know what it is, but I did it from Jason himself what you see in your dreams doesn't count as reality no no he did no no like he, he did he did say something about that i remember let me um my thing is and uh, do i agree with the closing of japan studio absolutely or rather that um change and shifting in direction absolutely not absolutely and utterly not but what can you do companies close studios that shaft how business works. Okay, and how about, okay. even 
Yeah. Okay, Omar. So, so I, I, the reason why I went to you because I know the type of games you like. And even yes, though I love Days Gone. I love Gravity Rush. Exactly. I have literally Gravity Rush here with me. I was gonna play it for the second time and platinum it. Yeah, so Gravity like, Rush I is love no more. It's gone. It's dead. Uh, yes, Days Gone too. No more. Gone. Dead. Those games are gone. And I'm what, what I'm yes. trying to say yeah, is big gone, bro. They're what I'm done. trying to say is like the direction that you when you join PlayStation, the, that PlayStation. I'm not saying it's not going to be, but it's the the. The the signs are ahead saying they're they're no longer going to be that PlayStation for you yes, anymore. Yeah. So, what happens if they continue on disregarding the smaller titles and making AAA titles and a rival platform doesn't have to be Xbox are starting to make those games like a Gravity Rush? Not saying it is Gravity Rush, but a game like it on that platform. Will you then jump ship because it's, they're starting to make games for you that that you like? Why would I? Why would why would I jump ship when I can play both? Like I literally played Ori one and two. Right. Oh, oh yeah. If, if you have the if you have the means, but I mean, like in, in general, you I mean you, you don't have an Xbox yet, right? You still have your PlayStation. No, I have my laptop. It's okay. run out of the games so far. But if it comes for series X and stuff like that, I don't think it will be able to launch them. Other than that, no, I will just stick with PlayStation because I'm still getting the blockbuster, um, what's called, uh, games. And if I got money to buy an Xbox or a PC, I will just simply build, uh, get me m- myself a PC. Okay, you're you're, you're halfway bent. You need halfway bent, but it'll it'll fully touch the concrete soon enough. Um, no, no, I really genuinely want to build a p- uh, build or get a PC because. My laptop, I can't survive with it any longer, and I need something more powerful. So PC is the best option, and I can play than uh, Xbox game on PC. So fair enough. So you're, so you're more wait and see, even though you love you love your big blockbusters, but I know you like those smaller titles. Kofi yeah, I love my of, smaller titles. I yeah. I'm, not, I'm still trying to gauge yeah. Kofi. Where, where, where are you at but, in this? Like, but, I, like I'm trying to gauge where you at in the in the in the chart. But of, like, I will want to add one thing. I agree oh, with what it. I agree with Pharaoh. PlayStation can't survive any longer on time exclusivity deals and third party deals. They need to start by their own studios and just create them, because Co- they need like within in one year almost they lost the Yakuza franchise. They lost uh, MLB now. Hmm. They lost. Uh, and there is a rumor which persona. at this point I believe it. They lost the persona. Mm-hmm. You can say like every single almost every single game that they have uh, allowed to be on their platform and was quote unquote exclusive is now gone from their platform. Not per se gone, but more like no longer on their platform only. So they so need <laughs> they need to they need to invest in Japan, J- JRPGs. They genuinely need to, whether it's a uh, revival of Legend of Dragoon, whether it's a uh, Rock Galaxy, they genuinely need to do something because they can't go longer like this. And I hope that this is a wake-up call for them. Fair enough. Okay, so I think, I, I think I found the tweet. So, let me, in the article, was it mentioned that, uh, obviously, in the article, I think, we, I think we brought this up, it was mentioned that the studio that the people who were working with Naughty Dog were worried about being absorbed into Naughty Dog. That that was that was, that was something that was 
they were worried about basically becoming a naughty dog north like they were okay. like basically worried about you know bending so what what is this what is this uh, statement that jason schreier is supposedly put out because i think a friend the tweet says uh sony's prioritization of big uh of biggest games and studios has created ripple effects all across the organization for example over the last year sony ben studios once seen as a rising star has been assigned to support naughty dog and feared becoming naughty dog north like that's the state that that's the that's a tweet i'm finding now i've had to find this elsewhere that's not the like tweet it, that, that's not that, the tweet that, that, that is yeah no he, he retweeted saying that the reason why he stated that is because he spoke to naughty dog um people i think it was multiple people and they basically joked saying that yeah sony i mean ben sony ben is looked as naughty dog north at naughty dog so but if he's saying if he's saying that but if he's saying they feared like not like it, from the from the tense that he's saying and feared becoming naughty dog north like it, it seems like he's talking from the perspective from oh, even oh, knowledge man. or from the words of people from Ben Studio, not Naughty Dog. Right. That's then. That's where some of the confusion lies. But he's not. He didn't right. mention anyone exactly from. And then most likely those guys that he's probably got the information from are under NDA. That's the reason why they're not. He's not outing them. So, so I'm questioning what, what what's. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just trying to like puzzle together, uh, like what the big deal is about this then. Basically saying because that it goes it goes with Omar saying that he didn't t he's he, he's technically that's not the same thing if you're if you're saying that they fear that and then your your response to that answer or to that that line is to say that I got that from Naughty Dog and it's like well it seems like you're getting this from from Ben which is what you're saying so that's that's where the confusion lies to me. Right. But uh um so so Cole, before 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 you answer I just wanted to add this one last tidbit Omar was saying that. PlayStation needs to focus on stop stop buying third party, start buying time exclusives and focusing on building studios. What does that remind you of? Well, you're talking about the competitor at Xbox? It does I mean if, if we go back in time, 2013, I was Omar and I was like, what the fuck? Xbox needs to stop doing time exclusives, <laughs> needs to stop doing all these things, needs to develop studios, need to develop games. Because why they can't afford to keep doing this, it's not substantial in the long term. That's Only took them seven years. Yeah, so I, exactly. I think I think you guys are right. I mean, I know this is something that Pharaoh has <laughs> mentioned <laughs> ad nauseum, and uh, now Omar and you and I don't uh, disagree. I think what well, one I agree with Omar in terms of certain studios. I think could make a healthy contribution to the Sony first party family. I think there are very affordable studios in Japan that will continue to make games as a uh, co-developed type partnership. Of all the Studio Japan games that we know in the last 20 years, I think it's like 60% of them are co-developed. Like, The White Knight Chronicles, co-developed. Oh, uh, Bleach, co-developed. Like, there's just all these games. Um, All the demons... Uh, I'm sorry, not all the Demon Souls. Dark Souls, Dark Souls, the original. Dark Souls, the remake. Both were worked on by Studio Japan. They're there all the time helping... Right, exactly. That's what I uh, was also thinking. Bloodborne, also co-developed by Studio Japan. Um, games like Rogue Galaxy, it goes all the way back. They've always yeah. been there. So I have a question. Um, I need to. I didn't want to cut you off, but I was okay. talking to a friend of mine about Bloodborne and why there could be never been a Bloodborne two. 
what if PlayStation wanted to make a Bloodborne 2, but From Software didn't? Because From Software hmm. is now no longer wanting to focus on exclusive deals anymore. Yes. That's so at one point, I th- I've heard yeah. rumors that I will never believe 100% or I'd never say as a fact, but I've heard rumors stating that the relationship and exclusivity between From and Sony is just kind of not there. I don't know if they have a bad relationship. I wouldn't say it's bad. But like no. you're saying, I think they're just not interested. Farrell already said need- it. It doesn't make financial sense. Not anymore. Yeah, I the, mean, the bag is out there right now. Yeah, to, why do to, that? There's to, such a to, big public. To put it into a service and still release it wherever you want, you know, to cater to, you know, a trillion dollar company's model. Yeah. Unplug, uh, it, like, so you have a, oh, well, I was going to say, you have a great point, Pharaoh. In, in this di- time and day, their last game won game of the year. Exactly. So your next <laughs> yeah. game, you know, I'm sure they're like, I'm sure they're not sleeping, right? They want to. They want yeah, to outdo if, themselves. If they, if they want the, if they want the money that um, that they would get from a timed exclusive deal, if they want that type of cash, it's available in a different way. Yeah. Now, it's not just uh, that. Like from software, in my opinion, are on are one more, uh, another banger. Like, and they're on the cusp of basically becoming uh, one of the next big studios because. Like outside of Japan, like the only time they ever publish with anybody else is outside of Japan. Because if you actually look at their right. Japan in Japan, they publish their own stuff in Japan. It's right. just worldwide that they don't publish their own stuff. That's why Activision had Sekiro published worldwide because they're just not in Japan, I believe. So oh. they're on the cusp of basically becoming like um, self-sufficient, yep. in my opinion. Like they just need one more like kind of, one more Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. big success, a lot of acclaim, and like they're set for life. Pretty much. So, yeah. like, it's, it's, it makes no sense for them unless, unless um, Sony come up with the big fuck you money, which is unbe- which is not believable. Uh, there's no way from software would want to sell themselves out. Uh, as in nope. like sell, as in sell themselves to Sony, not sell out. As in like you're selling out corporate wise. I guess. And, one other thing, I will. Oh, go ahead, Dante. I don't want no, to. No, as far as like, as far as like a Bloodborne game, a uh, Bloodborne two, like I, I'm, I'm, I'll be straight out with all the good things I'm hearing about Demon Souls. There is a possibility you could ask Bluepoint to do it. Yo, Demon Souls. I uh, disagree <laughs> because they already have a Bluepoint. Now, if they're making a Bloodborne two, they need to one make a story. Are they good at doing that? Uh, the plot, uh, making a stage, all that stuff was already laid out for them. They're, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not taking talent. I'm not taking Blue Point's talent away on recreating stuff, but can they make their own? Can well, that's the thing. Like, they already, they already, like so, Sony already own basically uh, the IP of Bloodborne, so yeah, they could. Uh, no, no, sorry, that's not what I'm going for. Um, Bloodborne and Demon Souls are fundamentally very similar as far as like a gameplay standpoint, so. Considering that they had to work uh, work on the Demon Souls remake from the ground up, and they did it as well as they did, I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility they could do Bloodborne. No, because- considering they also most like Sony most likely also has the source code yeah. for Bloodborne, so they so Blue Point could the Demon- they, 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 they could do the you combat, the but they can't do. But the Demon now as far as but the Demon Souls remake, but the Demon yeah. Souls remake is created. Co-joint between uh, FromSoft and Bluepoint. 
Right. There were still then, elements of the that, original. Then, that so right, into the remake. Yeah, but so. then saying that, but but then saying that Blue Point didn't walk away with the knowledge is kind of is kind of a disservice to Blue Point because clearly they must have learned how to do it. But my point is, is I, I'm not disagreeing. Like there is still up in the air about can they do the geography, can they do levels, can they do the story. I'm just saying that they are an option. They are an option that Sony could yeah. lean on and say, you know what, Blue Point. We got. We want you to work with. Uh, maybe maybe we want you to work with From Software again. Like we we're not gonna lock uh, From Software in uh, into an exclusive or anything. But maybe we contract Bluepoint to be consultants on Bloodborne Two while you work on it. Like I'm just saying that they gotcha. they are an option. Uh, and by the way, one the, second, the, I'm the, refreshing. There's something going on with the stream. Could someone double check for me? Because I'm getting an error occurred on the playback for some reason. Let me see. I haven't been able to connect um, to the stream all night. I got it. On, right? Oh, you got it? Okay. Sorry, yeah, I'm just getting a weird error message on my PC. My apologies. Make sure we're still on. Yeah. We're still um, on. So, really quick, just to like really directly answer your question, FC, I think there are some studios out there that Sony could grab onto acquire and make part of first party i also think about studios that did close between the end of the playstation 3 and the beginning of the playstation 4 and i know that that's a tough balance you feel like one bad game comes out and you're like evolution studios basically was doing well i don't know how well like motorstorm apocalypse sold but pacific rim was great and their first game was like the only exclusive you could get on playstation 3 the game sold like three i mean seven million copies something crazy so you know one game came out when did they close? I wish I played. I, so I, they closed them after the release of Drive Club. Yeah, but I mean, one, things, one bad game will do it for you, man. But, but things are things are different now because the competition is different now. Like it's not it's not like it hasn't been done before. Like yes, it's been done before, but the competition is different now. The the focus is different now, which you know makes it a little bit more concerning. Right. You're right. Let me, but, but, right. but, but Kobe, I, want, I still want to, I still want to gauge where you're. At. I just want to know because Omar said he's more on the wait and see. I want to see where you're at, and I'm going to oh, introduce, okay. introduce uh, my guy Jubei's uh, friend here, and then I want Jubei to go, and then Zero because we're, we're, we're losing. Okay, so game. yeah, really quick, um, definitely more a wait and see. I, the reason I'm so hunched down on the PlayStation ecosystem right now is if I go through my games history, I think it's like. Six out of every ten games I can really get first on PlayStation or only on PlayStation. So I guess all the first party, and then you know I'm importing, and then there might be like something that's uh, happens to be only on PlayStation right now. Between all of those things, it just doesn't make sense for me to leap. Like gotcha. I have an RPG, and the next Trails game comes out. So it give you an idea. 2018, Cold Steel 4 came out in Japan. If I had been caught up, I would have bought it day one. It just came out on PC in English on the 9th. Three years later. I ain't waiting no three years for no Trails game. So fair, that's fair, part fair of Fair enough, fair enough. But anyway, you know me. As, as long as it stays like that, maybe it won't affect you as much because they're still, they still have that, at least the, the, the niche Japanese market on lock. But we'll see. If, if that starts to change, we'll, we'll revisit this yeah, and see where I you're mean, where you we gotta wait and see what those uh, what those yeah. xCloud numbers are like in Japan. That'll be interesting. But Very interesting. But before I go to Jubei, my guy, I didn't get your name. I think you're muted. Haitian Hammer, what's going on with you, bro? What's good, bro? I'm chilling, man. Yeah, no, my boy was talking about you know like for a minute now about the show that y'all got going on, and uh, I've tuned in a couple of times as a watcher, and uh, 
I'd be wanting to jump in sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's mainly to disagree with uh, my guy, Jubay and Reggie, right? Marvel's trash. I got you. Look, he's not. Let's slow down for a minute. Let's slow down for <laughs> yeah, a minute, dude, bro. We might need to revisit that one. We might need to revisit that one. I got one question, B. Go ahead, Farrell. Is Haitian Hammer like your gamer tag, or is that like your OnlyFans? Oh, oh. <laughs> this, this is a Christian podcast, bro. sir. I don't know. I got side hustles, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Always got to go left. This time, it's usually it's Reggie who does this. See, but... I've been doing all podcasts. I'm doing all podcasts. Uh, no, we, we don't want that. You got you to gotta let it all out when you can. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, just pause. Up. So many pauses. But. <laughs> what's, 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 what's your take on all hey man, going I'm trying to make sure he gets man. his bread, you know, shameless plug. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Nah, man. So, my take on what's going on with Sony, honestly, is that as far as that, it's kind of, I don't know, they're making weird moves right now, in my opinion, because realistically speaking, they have been relying on a lot of these, you know, first party titles, like a lot of these, you know, main sort of franchises for so long, that they never really accounted for the fact that there would be a lot of competition emerging. Right, mm. and what I mean by that is, look at what Microsoft is doing right now. Yeah, they're revolutionizing the way we play we play games. You know what I mean? Mm. And a lot of what used to be exclusive just isn't exclusive anymore. Kingdom Hearts, right? Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? Horizon Zero Dawn. I can get that on PC, like right now. You know what I'm saying? And so there's sort of like this increase in sort of availability in terms of who can make games, who can really sell them, what ideas really get some marketing and funding behind them. And I'm kind of mad that Sony's not capitalizing on it. Like, there are so many great independent studios with really good ideas that, you know, they could really bring to the table. But Sony just kind of chooses to overlook all of that to focus on the same shit it's been doing for years on end. Like, we're going to have a PS3 type situation, like, all over again with this shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, you did not just call Sony the new Nintendo. <laughs> I would never do that, bro. I would never do that. But um, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Like my <laughs> guy, AC Hammer, just called Sony the new Nintendo. Listen, I myself, <laughs> I'm a PlayStation. I've had like a PlayStation, you know, forever. I had the PS1, I had the PS2, I had the PS3, the PS4, so on and so forth. But that didn't keep me away from other platforms, just by mm -hmm. virtue of the fact that different things are becoming increasingly available. That exclusivity thing, you know isn't really doing it for me anymore you know what i mean like, i need to yeah. be able to have access to something that that like caters to me as a gamer as opposed to me trying to just deal with what it is that they have to offer you know what i'm saying that's 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 a good point now going back to you real quick do you think because that that you have one i mean you're you're in a you're a grown-ass man you have more finance and stuff like that to be able to get other things two as you age does your uh taste and genres change like from if you were on Sony, you knew what the Sony template was back then, how it was, like the, the platformers and stuff like that, to the JRPGs and the in the Metal Gear Solids and stuff like that, to to nowadays, to the to the third person action adventure, to to what it is now. Like, has your has your palette of gaming changed to the point where it's like, no, I'm gonna try something different, or you maybe you're more like Omar, where you could just, you know, I, I can still keep eating these AAA games that Sony feed me. See, I used to be more kind of like that where i was you know kind of focusing more on these triple a games but the thing bangers, is as they say bangers right <laughs> but um the thing about that is again what really kind of changed my perspective is um just going around like 
seeing what other people are playing and seeing if this is something I could fuck with. Because I was so focused on these AAA titles for so long. Then I discovered the world of indie developers, and I was just like... Indies are great, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are a lot of really good ideas out there that could create titles that are even on the level of these AAA games, just with the funding and the right team behind them. And, like, Sony is kind of gatekeeping in that way, like, in my honest opinion. You know what I mean? There's sort of a bit of gatekeeping going on in that aspect, and it ain't gonna cut it in the future. You know what I mean? Like, I'm one of those people for the first time in a long time, like, I'm not stressing about a PS5. You know what I mean? I'm not really looking in that direction. I'm looking more towards what everybody else is doing. It is what it is. And and that and that is a very interesting point because I was gonna say like this current like shortage semiconductor shortage is actually I think is more of a detriment to Sony than That's anyone facts. else. Look at India. Look because, at India. Did you because see as, well, the thing is, as time goes on, consumers who don't have a console yet have more time to evaluate and research. They're, they're able to evaluate over. You know, they they get more you know time, so they get to see you know, what Xbox is doing, what PlayStation is doing. And they get to look at, you know, something like Outriders being there day one. And it, it has the power to influence their decision. That's interesting. Because um, India had that, so, that had that scenario where the, the PlayStation was sold out. And instead yeah, of waiting, everybody for started buying the S. Exactly. They're like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? That's probably, what happens. Probably last year, they are be like, nah, fuck Xbox. I'll, I'll wait 17 years. But yep. they were like, nah, you know what? Actually, fuck. I this might be it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, who and wants you, to be a millionaire? Me. People, like, I'll, I'll go. Copy. You have people who you have people who have you know a PlayStation Five and maybe an Xbox, you know, One uh, X or even a One S, and they had a Game Pass and Outriders went in that day one. And instead mm-hmm. of buying it for their PlayStation Five, they said, "F it, I'll just play it on my on my One S." And when when I'm whenever I get a, a new Xbox, I know all my save stuff will be right yeah. there. I'll be rocking and rolling with the next gen version. So you even have things like that, whereas like even though I may not even have a next gen console, hey, hey, I have Game Pass and I'm still getting this day one. I don't have to buy it for my PlayStation Five. Like you, like you even have that going on. Yep, so, this is true. I'm gonna be this the show, true. man. I'm gonna be the show. My yeah. guy Jubei, man, your take, man. Um, biggest to add, like I'm gonna kind of go with what Pharaoh said as far as there not being all doom and gloom. It's different. It's a different approach after a, a long time of a specific approach for sony i'm gonna hold you for two seconds your online um demeanor is some bullshit because on facebook you'd be saying the complete opposite but go ahead i ain't gonna hold you <laughs> i can joke about it i can i can make troll posts about it but this is the truth you feel me All like right. this 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 isn't a joke I, I i don't think it's a different approach it's the same approach but their insurance policy is different hmm. yeah like they had that insurance policy of, hey, we're getting all these games that Xbox is not getting. But now Xbox is starting to get those games. So they're, lo- they're, they're losing, like I said, free exclusives pretty much. Like yeah, that's what that's, Omar yeah. said too. Yeah. You, know what is doom and gloom? you know what is doom and gloom? Closing down your goddamn PlayStation 3 and Vita store while you've still got people making fucking oh, games. That's a, that's, a, that's a good point. I was mad about that's that. That's fucking gloom and gloom. That's fucking doom and gloom. That's that, that's that that's has, actually a good that point. Has, that, has, that has longer that has more long term implications than it does short term implications because now you've rubbed a lot of developers the wrong way. Even developers who weren't developing for the Vita are gonna feel a certain type of way about you doing their community that way. Yeah, especially oh, so if I develop no for you, you can just you can just yeah. kill my game and not tell me about it. 
and this, or I, I can't I can't drop right updates now, for my game no more. Like, not just that. This leads also into what we were talking about last week about video game preservation mm-hmm. and why backwards compatibility in games like the Vita need to be placed on the PlayStation Store when the service shuts down. Because right now, I'll tell you right now, one of the best games y'all have never, well, two of the best games y'all have never fucking played. Uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss and Killzone Mercenaries. Killzone Mercenaries, fucking great. (laughs) Oh no, I'm not talking about you guys, I'm just talking like in general to two fucking banger games that no one has played because they were on the Vita could find new life on the PlayStation 4 or the PlayStation 5. The only other place you can play it is on the PlayStation TV. And I plan on doing that because it's the only way I can do it with a controller because... I like the Vita, I like the games, but fuck playing something like Killzone Mercenaries on the Vita. It is yeah, cumbersome, it is not comfortable. Yeah. Give it's me a painful. controller. There's a there's kind of a shift with those sorts of titles that, you know, were previously sort of exclusive, like to the like portable consoles, where a lot of them are becoming, you know, like increasingly available. Like it would be a good idea. Like what I'm thinking about right now is I remember um, somebody that I was hanging out with like a little while ago got um like the Kingdom Hearts like collection. And I don't know if you guys remember, there was a PSP title like a really long time ago that came out. It was called um, Birth by Sleep. Is that what it was called? Um, and, yeah, you know, she she was playing it like on her phone. She had like a whole controller, you know, attached to her phone and she was getting like the same sort of like PSP experience sort of, you know, improved in a lot of ways by virtue of all the improvements that were made to the game, by virtue of the hardware that she was using and so on and so forth. And, like, I really agree that we should keep a lot of these titles readily available just because that mobile sort of linked gaming is becoming an increasingly popular thing. And why not just shift it in that direction? Why not just still have that available, you know, just from that perspective? Money. Money. Cost money yeah. to keep the, keep the servers open. It do. Yeah. But we see somebody decided to but, invest in that. But that's, that's why you need it. That's why you need a unit. That, well, that's why I've turned around and said you need a uni, You need a universal code in that regard. Like the the what what the PlayStation Five store is right now should be the same store, if not obviously it obviously updated over time. But it should be the same one on the PlayStation Six. Like it should be the same one because then you can easily transfer games over from that store to the other one when you eventually decide to shut down the service for that particular console because then i can download let's say i could download um uh, marvel spider-man uh that i got on the playstation 4 on the playstation 5 and then i'll be able to do it on the playstation 6 again it's all about the continuous um uh logging of uh, games like we we need to keep we need to keep them alive otherwise they become fucking vaporware which is what's happening with the PS Vita like there are yeah. games on there that will now li- quite in in some regards be lost forever yep that's yo there's there's eighty dollar PS3 games right now and it it bothers me <laughs> that's like, ridiculous fucking old ass fucking games that's eighty dollars because people are you know panicking it, yeah Supply people are demand man. Panicking. Absolutely. Hey. But um, hey, right. so, 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 so you may finish your point and then I'm gonna go with my guy Reg, man. You've been yeah. um, I, I think I honestly think Sony's hanging its hat on its name. Like it's it's literally like we don't give a shit. We're Sony. People are going to buy 
buy a game just because we're PlayStation. Like that that is that is what that that that's the messaging I'm getting. That will work to a degree. That will work to a degree. And it will it, it will work to a degree has, because that, that fan base is large. Like there the market it's it's still real. Regardless yeah. of it being a new gen market market fucking market share is still Sony's favorite, period. Yeah. Um like and they're they're hedging and their bets on that. That's right. that's a bad call in my opinion. Like, it, I mean, it is a bad call, but like it work until it doesn't. Everything they gotta, every, uh, Sony Sony's method is is going to work. They are no no that's not that's not that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. What I mean is like right now they're 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 riding the wave of what worked last gen, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't that's not necessarily the true of what's gonna happen in the future. Things like people's gaming taste changes. Then the next wave might not be third person action adventure. It may be couch right. co-op or some shit like I that mean, that comes back. We, and then, you then think you this, have to, go ahead. this this gen, we don't have devs afraid of Xbox because of that shitty reveal. You feel me? Like yeah. it, we we can't we're not gonna sit here and discount the fact that, that there how horrendous that reveal was probably turned a lot of developers off from even wanting to bother dealing with the system just because of the backlash with it just because it's like you know sony's the face right now we're just going to throw in our eggs with them they don't have that problem this gen you feel me like their main problem was they didn't have exclusive games not that they didn't have games the games i mean they had games to play they just didn't have games that they made to play that's a whole different thing than basically releasing you know just bad press bad press bad press bad press bad press here's the launch like yeah. they 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 weren't stumbling over themselves to start, and now Sony doesn't have free ammunition and basically you know a free blueprint on how to win the gin from from day one. They have well, to work at it, and, I'm and almost, this this is part of their process in doing that. I'm going to transition to Reg here as well because like you made a good point about how the developers didn't want to roll with Xbox because of the I guess the bad press. I mean this time, developers, especially indie developers, seems to be either skipping out on PlayStation entirely or have some types of deal with Xbox, Nintendo, and PC. It's, Look at Hades. Like Hades is still it's, hasn't. Been it's on. the wallet. I, I guarantee you, it's the wallet, bro. Like these indie devs are making so. But much like, money like there's like there's like there's like so much money. There's like They're fifty so or sixty money. indie titles that are not going to place. It's weird. Like that's not I what know, I'm. Used to but it's, it is bro, weird. It's, it's the bread. It's Microsoft has. As hell. It's Microsoft has a break of, check right now. Not to sound awful, but like indies realistically indies are rather cheap so they can they can buy in bulk yeah they, bought, like, they bought all the motherfuckers that's like, <laughs> like got them i'm getting all these motherfuckers. Uh, that's not to take away from the quality but they're in right. they're indies for a reason like they they can buy them in bulk because they're relatively cheap they're good so like what they did it's like what they did with cuphead like the, yeah. those guys the guy the guys who did that had to mortgage that house uh to to finish the game or what no, they had, they had to mortgage that. Yeah, house. they had to they had to take out second mortgages but, on their houses. But but what but what it, like in in reality, what is that? That's what what, what was that? They, they threw like a like million maybe mil. like a million half yeah, a mil. Half mil. Uh, if we're being generous, three quarter uh, like two, uh, three quarters of a million. Like that that is that is quite literally a drop in water world. That's true. That's yeah. a drop of water in water world. Yeah. Like I, I mean, you got to think. Like I'm pretty sure Cuphead was some life changing money. Like when you when you if you had to you know mortgage your house and shit. The fact mm-hmm. that hey, your house is paid off now, bro. It, yeah. that's, your that's, not, that's not an issue. Not just that. Not just that. It sold so it sold so well as well. Your house is now paid off. You can buy a second house. You can put your kids through fucking college. Yeah. 
It reminds me like, that uh, before before we go to Reggie, it reminds me of that Netflix documentary with the meatball the meatball developers. You know what I'm talking about? Meat Boy. Yeah, we all Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy. Yeah, it's similar situation. And once once they finally launched, they just saw them numbers tick million, two million, like. Sh- yeah, you know, so so it, it that that's that's like I guess the one of the, the good sides about you know uh, promoting or supporting indies, man. Just it's life changing for those guys. Yeah, um, yeah the moment the moment that thing showcased at uh, E3, they, they were rich. Yeah, pretty much. Reg, man, what's your take on this, man? Um, you you've heard everybody's talk, and my guy Haitian Hammer, which I'm sure is your new best friend. What's <laughs> what, what's your take on this? Um, I, it's been very interesting. I'm actually glad you saved me for last because I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, so I heard like heard a lot of good points. Um, no, what I yeah, mainly welcome. focus on is, uh, I guess the idea that Sony continuing to do what it does or shifting a little. Like they've always kind of focused on big, big blockbusters, um, but they've always had these sort of smaller titles to help mm-hmm. them keep people around. Um. And, you know, you kind of already said it, but, like, what if it works, right? Like, what if they just become this studio that just makes these pretty large AAA games and that's it? Yeah, and you get, and like, like, three or four of them across the gym. Yeah. Like, and that's and enough like, for some people. And, and what if it works? And what if it works like gangbusters? Here's... Um, and it does well. Here's because my... I, um, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, oh, no, I was just going to say, like... It's not catering to, like, the different types of gamers that are out there. You know, I'm not one of those day one type of people. Like, this is where me and Jubei will disagree sometimes because he's one of those day one people, you know. And I'm not. Like, I'm willing to wait, you know, if it's a first-party game. will that's... wait for the ounce of a sale. Like, no. no. Ain't nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Ain't nothing <laughs> wrong with that. It's not even about the ounce of the sale. Jubei bought a $200 keyboard and a mouse. He don't even play keyboard and mouse games for Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm not that type of different different than previous generations. Like this generation is extremely different. Like no matter who PlayStation competed with, like whether it was with the Nintendo 64 or the Sega Dreamcast um, or or the Xbox, they always had different types of games. Mm -hmm. Like like Sega didn't have the same type of games that that PlayStation had. Nintendo didn't have the same type of games that PlayStation had. Xbox at first didn't have the same type of games that PlayStation had. Now it's kind of like we're getting all the same type of games, and the only thing that really separates us is exclusive content. But then it's like, no, it's not just exclusive content anymore. It's We also get day one drops in a service where you only got to pay $9 a month. And if you're savvy enough and you use your rewards, you really don't have to pay anything. Exactly. That's that's to my point. That's exactly what I'm saying is that when you know how to really capitalize on that, you know what I mean? It ends up being a situation where you might have been one of those people who plunged like a significant amount of money into this specific platform for these specific reasons. But by virtue of having all this availability, having all of this variety, you know what I mean? Like, is that is that really enough to keep you where you're at? Like, relatively speaking, like, is that is that enough to compete with everything else that's coming at you? I certainly agree. However, ask your 16-year-old counterpart that question. And that's sort of where my position is. We are pretty much older. And so, particularly on Twitter, I think millennial folk and of that age range tend to have this kind of skewed perspective on gaming because we grew up with it. So it's us. Like, we understand. But, we, we were here for NES. But we Red, were here for the evolution Red, you're trying of it. to tell me if you had the option of having a blockbuster streaming app that where you could play these games for one rental 
the one rent like that your parents had. We had like you, you can only rent two games this week. If I could have that for the whole month, you trying to tell me you wouldn't go fucking ape shit? But I would. Yeah. I might not care. Like I'm, I'm listen. I'm not a smart sixty year old kid. Me now, absolutely. <laughs> but you As ran. Kid, but, no, but you ran through those games because you only had a week. Now you got a whole month to run through the whole store. Like I'm running through mm-hmm. them, bro. Or mm-hmm. I'm playing Fortnite for the past hour and a half. I'm not even Fortnite playing these games. Then. There was no Fortnite. That's, that, that's what I mean. We're okay. we're coming at this from perspective of frankly old men. Okay, fair enough. When there's an entire oh, younger okay. generation coming up who's like affected, okay. like I Facts. would never That's play fair. Fortnite See, as a kid. He's right I though. I would never do that. Yeah. We're approaching so, it from like, the value perspective as opposed exactly. to you know what and catches your point. You know, children that's, that's and teenagers point. don't have a like, proper kid, value. When perspective. gamers, like bro, when, I was always, I was, as a gamer, I've always been a value guy. Like even as a kid, like I saw value in Blockbuster. Like every, Co- like, Kofi. every Friday, Kofi, is this is this true? Is this true? Fair's always been the cheap guy. No, not, yeah, not, not cheap, like not cheap, but like, like Blockbuster was a thing, man. Like, like we, like Kofi would be in Blockbuster with me. <laughs> we would together on Fridays, and we would, I, and we would pick up six, that was seven the games. Thing, though. I, I, said, I, I hear you, Pharaoh, but for every one of you, I can guarantee there are ten of other people who weren't value gamers. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So my point is, like, and I'm glad you brought up the Blockbuster example, FC. It's a real perfect example. If you watch the Blockbuster documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. The, the joy of what Blockbuster brought is that it brought movies into the home. Mm-hmm. Years later, Netflix came. It said, you don't really have to keep going out and do this anymore. You can sit. You never have to leave your home to do this. Keep going. Pandemic hit. Movie theaters could no longer be gone to. Yep. I adore movies. My premier experience for watching a movie is in the theater. It's not in my home. But now Netflix and HBO Max, Max, Disney Plus, Showtime, all of these things might potentially kill theaters for me. It sucks. I hate it, but I understand that the world is moving past me. Mm -hmm. People don't care about the theater experience anymore. People don't want to leave their home to do this. Uh, uh, Godzilla versus King Kong would like to have a word with you about that. (laughs) (laughs) They did well. HBO Max has become Disney Plus for adults. No, or, or, Disney or all of these, like, again, people don't want to go to the theater. They'll just be much more, they'll pay the $30 to stay at home and watch Raya the Last Dragon. I definitely did that. No, I ain't going to lie. I'm not ashamed either. It was a great movie. I don't care. I'm not ashamed. The worst thing is, is when you bring up something like this, you've got, like, the worst thing is when you bring up something like this, there is a curve to it. Like, you've got to rate it on a curve because, quite frankly, and it's one of the reasons why, not only because of the pandemic, but because it kind of fits that mold. Certain movies just play in the theater better than on the small screen, like 100%. Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah, that like, that like movie the cut. Can, only, yeah. can only be viewed in cinema, and that is the only time you will get the fullest experience from it. At home, unless you have like a mass, unless you have a home theater at home, you are not getting the full experience of something like that. Like that so, specific frame, the original. Yeah, you, 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 you need a great sound system. That's my like point, that's Dante. So a lot of people so, don't care. Yeah. And they the thing do is, not yeah. care to have right, the full yeah, yeah, experience. But hold on, hold on. Who here watched it in theaters? I didn't. Godzilla versus Kong. You watched it? Godzilla versus King Kong would, again, it brought, it did. It, it, it did incredibly well to kind of disprove that point. Now, maybe 
maybe this is the uh, maybe this is the exception that proves the rule but it's still something to be brought up when we're now look at now we're coming out of lockdown i would have seen it in lockdown uh, i would have seen it in the theater but my in my country in england like lockdown was very severe fucking nothing was open until today like mm, nothing yeah. theaters were not open restaurants weren't open pubs weren't open uh, a lot of stores weren't open clothing stores weren't open one of the biggest brands in my country primark was not open during lockdown my game rental for my game place like the only place you can buy video games physical games in my country game was not open during this lockdown wow like fucking nothing i could go into my town and you would you would be you would be remiss to think you were on the fucking set of the walking dead it was that damn empty Okay. Yeah. Ahead, We're in America, bro. We, the pandemic did yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. We still had parties. If you're like a family of four or five, you ain't going to the theaters. If anything, that's, that's like sixty dollars. That's like sixty dollars. You want you want upgrade your theater room, or you're gonna make a theater room? You you gonna pay that extra bread? You gonna buy that sound system? And that projector you always wanted, you know, tell wifey, you know, movie nights at but, the house now. It's it's again, increasingly yeah. affordable to do that, and I feel like a lot yeah. of people are realizing that and getting into it, and like it, it's worth yeah. it on the long run because it, it adds up. If you're one of those yeah, people, bro, I love those who wants to pay but, eight dollars for a hot dog, yo? I don't. I'm done uh, with that. I break the rules, but you know. I was about to, no, I was going to say you guys do it wrong because in America you guys get fucked over, but here in the UK, so long as they are un, uh, so long as they are unsealed, you can take your own, you can take your own like uh, beverages and stuff into theaters. Yeah, we do that here too. Nah. You just don't let them see it. Like nobody. Yeah, nah, no, no, that's that's no. when you come in with the coats, B. Coats the big bag. You bring your girl with the big purse. The you know what I mean? It's like, hey. But the funny thing is, the theater, the, back. the theater in my town. So long as they, as long as they inspect it and see that it is unopened, you can like I. We do this. Like I last movie I went to go and see with my family because I took myself, my mother, my step, my my stepfather, and uh, my sister to go and see The Force Awakens. We went to we went to a store like a cheap store. We bought like a bag of sweets, some sweets, uh, like anything you could think I of. Brought meatloaf we brought meatloaf to the theater one time. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, we showed, uh, this man brought meatloaf. <laughs> 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 like, wait, what, what's that on the menu, B? He's like, yeah. <laughs> that is I do actually want to bring that up because that is an experience. If I go to the US, I want that to be an experience I want to see. I'll, one second, but. Yeah, so long as they inspect it and say, okay, unopened, unopened, unopened. They let you walk in with it here. It's great. But I would love, I would love to go to um, the US to experience one thing that we don't have in this country, and that is uh, a theater that serves you actual food. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like a okay, I was just about oh, to yeah, say that. There's those. this spot where those. we are. It's called the Alamo Draft House. And it's one of my yeah, favorite yeah. theaters, not because, you know, they have the most up-to-date no technology just for both projection and sound, but just because they make some pretty good food. They serve alcohol, right? Yeah. Like it's set up so that people can kind of move around the aisles and not really disrupt the experience. And you can have a beer just brought to you, you know, like a normal adult should be able to like at any movie theater, basically. And it's, it's the one thing I miss about going to the theater is just that specific theater where I could, you know, Grab a drink and watch a movie and not be bothered. Like, and they had pre they had pre screenings at Alamo too. They be they be they be showing early, shit early 
Like I'm, I'm kind of sad. Yeah. That it's right. a, it's a simple drive-through phases. I'd love to go through one of those. I'd yeah. love Hold to go Reggie, we got to finish your point, my G. My G. I was yeah, you see how we're lamenting about the history of theaters that just yeah. might go away now? Which is over. Oh, God, I'm talking about experiences I'd like to experience, motherfucker, because and I'm so... But you might not be able to get them anymore. <laughs> that's that's a whole point. No, like, of course, my dreams. That's a I mean, little it's, it's, theaters will always exist. Theaters will not go away. Theaters will now, always it, exist. I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna die on that. Hill. Now, now, will, now will I'm sure Blockbuster thought. The, I'm sure the Blockbuster thought the same That's thing true. before there was one left in the country. Be it's like we don't know what happened. You, you keep you keep talking about Blockbuster. They fumbled the bag. Netflix was they like, did. "Hey, you can buy us, B. You can buy us." And, and they said, "Nah." They fumbled and theaters their own have bag. been fumbling the bag for a long time. Again, like, what, it's, it's a bit irrelevant to my point because uh, the, the point is the experience. Um, it, peop, the value of it doesn't always come into play when people want to experience certain things. Like I kid, when I went to go see Black Panther on opening day, it was cool as hell to sit by a kid yeah. who was excited every time he showed up on the screen. That's one Marvel movie. Like do you like. don't get that at home. It's cheaper at home. It's more cost effective at home. I can enjoy myself probably more comfortable at home, but, but that's not can't. the experience that I want. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> exactly. Like, you don't get to see row. people come up in costume, yeah. in cosplay, <laughs> all this type of stuff that like used to only be for like nerds who went to conventions. Yeah. And now everyone and their mother is dressing Kenta up as like a superhero or somebody yeah. um, or all these other type of things. And theoretically, theaters could work. But I think it's always just keep important. Like we always keep coming and I think we, we do it a lot when it comes to gaming, we keep coming at it as old Ben. And like, there's an entire new generation coming up who's going to shift and change what we think gaming should be. That's a good point. But here's my reply to that, though. Here's my reply to that, That's depressing as hell, man. The thing is, that is coming from our perspective, though. The thing is, you're associating, you're making assumptions. Like, what I want to hear is, is this just coming from your own observation? Or like, realistically speaking, Right? Have you interacted with people that would fall into that demographic that have validated that opinion? That's my question. Haitian, Haitian. This I, is the guy that likes to play games that are made for kids. So anyway, go ahead, Ray. I think I think no, pop man. culture. I think pop culture shapes our opinion. Pop culture always changes with the youth. Video no, games what I'm are saying pop is, culture. What evidence have you seen that the youth's per, the youth's perspective is shifting in that direction? Because as far as Fortnite, you know, Minecraft, I have like family. No, but like we're talking about very specific things here. But as far as the youth that you know actually has some variety to the games that they play, we're not talking about you know people just playing the same games over and over I think, again. I, I think that's unfair. You, if you're going to count them, you got to count them all. You can't pigeonhole people. Pharaoh no, has I mean, pretty much come out and said he pretty much only plays like man in Final Fantasy Seven. That I mean, like, make... no, we're, we've much. discussed <laughs> those people, but now let's discuss the possibility of, you know, the youth that we're not talking about, like the youth mm. who doesn't fall into that category. Because from my perspective, I've, you know, encountered that type of youth, and I want to know if you have too, right? Have you ever encountered youth that genuinely takes on that variety, you know, in terms of the way that they play, what it is that they play, and Absolutely. really prioritizes that over just being funneled into these you know mainstream first party titles above all else like have what's your experience with that is what i'm asking yeah i've certainly come across kids who play a variety of games they don't particularly care they don't have the sense of like value perspective of it like oh, i'm gonna wait for 12 months for this game to come out for a cheaper space 
but not um, just value, but accessibility. That's the, right? that's, like, that's the key. That's the key for the for the for the young generation. It's accessibility. Like, well, when we were so, young, I didn't have accessibility to those things, but I wish right. I did. They want it now. What you're saying, what you're saying they is want the it generation are a bunch of lazy motherfuckers, is what you're saying. And, <laughs> and until and until crossplay is a sort of universal thing, they go Which where their friends be. are. Which yeah. it will be. Yeah, it it, will and, be. they go where their friends are. So if I know a kid who has PS5, most likely his friends are playing PS5. Mm-hmm. So they're doing Outriders, even though that has uh, crossplay, um, but or right. they're playing Destiny. They're playing Destiny on PS5 with their friends. No, what happens when crossplay is standardized across everything? Will you who still be who, you know, having Then everybody that will finally join me in the master race. And then, <laughs> and then also, the, the other thing that you got to look at is that when you're talking about friends and things like that, when you have something like Game Pass, you don't have to convince your friend to buy a game. 100% you just say, hey, download this, let's play. I get this. 100%. Jump on. Yeah. Yep. I mean? And and until crossplay becomes a thing, you still got to make a choice. If all your friends are on PlayStation, you're probably still going to be there. Right, like so we, we keep so, saying it. Uh, I we're we're, we're coming over that hill, though. That's not, okay. you know, give it a couple of years. That's not going to be an issue. Right, to be fair, crossplay is already a thing. Hold on, hold on. To be fair, crossplay already is really a thing because if you look at some of the biggest, uh, like, let's be fair, one of the biggest Call franchises Duty. ever. The, the, yeah, I was about to say Call of Duty. Like to be fair, the one the one franchise I wouldn't think would try and prioritize that is actually prioritizing that they've done two back to back Call of Duties with crossplay. Which forces out to uh, which, No Man's Sky? They got yeah. full crossplay. It's actually really good. Which forces so Battlefield Apex to be? If Battlefield is in crossplay, it's going to hurt them. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to flop. It's it's absolutely going to flop. Because the only big games that I feel are missing crossplay, like the only like really big multiplayer games that are missing crossplay to me, are Forge. sports. Games. Sports. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. EA, EA has to bend. EA is gonna have to bend. They've already got the They've already got the fighting genre because uh, Street Fighter Five is crossplay. Mortal Kombat Eleven is crossplay. I think the new Guilty Gear actually Stride is going to be crossplay as well. Um, they've got the first-person shooter genre with Call of Duty, which is one of the biggest ones. Apex Legends as yeah. well. Um, Fortnite, Fortnite is crossplay as well. Once like, EA bends the knee, it's over. That's it's it. And over. then things like things like party chat and stuff like that aren't important anymore either because Discord. everyone's using Discord. Yep. Yeah. So like this is true. That's Discord. what I'm saying. Disruptive things shift these opinions, and we live in an in an era of disruptive things. And in the same way that Netflix was disruptive enough to end Blockbuster. Game Pass might be disrupt- disruptive enough to have that same effect. That's true. You know well, what like, I mean? like I said, we won't know until years later because like it's a it's a it's a ship. You know what I mean? We'll see. But you'll see. Yeah, that's the gaming industry. We're also seeing the resurgence of like almost like virtual couch co-op as well with games like Okay Out. And that's and that's what I was making, Dante. What if the next wave is that and not these big triple A Quadruple Not games. these big triple A games. You don't know that. Steam is pushing this really hard as well because they are really pushing uh, link play where you can invite, if you're playing a game that is co-op and can be played co-op uh, split screen like a, a Lego Batman or um, a lot of the Sega Mega Collection, you can, I, I could literally boot up the Sega Mega Collection I could hit play together. I could invite FC, and he could be playing it like he is in the same room. Now, as far as like connection-wise, it's not entirely there yet because it, it works on a peer-to-peer basis. So latency is a problem. But like they're they're really fucking pushing this. That's that yeah. That's that's interesting. 
Um, if that if that if that's the next wave, then that that's cool. But the point I'm trying to make, you don't, you can't always bank on last generation success. Look at Xbox One. Look at yep. PS3. Yeah. It's you don't know. I mean, right now, or yes, there's they thought it was but, sweet. There's like, oh, 360, we sweet. Nah, nah, y'all got. Once once the Last too. of Us Remaster comes out and it bombs, <laughs> then it's like shit. Yeah, this article had released in 2013, no one would care. Like, if, if, it was, if it was at the launch of the of the Xbox One and we got all this news from Sony, you'd be like, eh, it's cool. Cause like it's but things are different. It's now. a different oh, world, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. different world. Competition is different now. The, the, yeah, because Xbox was trash. They they could do anything. They could poop That's what I'm saying. Paper, so, and they would still sell. Yeah. Like, when you only had six studios, you you nobody gives a shit what the fuck you're doing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we just want content. We just want content. It just seems like, and of course, Twitter is not any reflective of anything. It seems like the the message is: well, if Sony does not make this hard change, it's going the way of the blockbuster. Yes. As a a Nintendo fan, I just can't see that being true. But Rick, it it happened in Nintendo though. They bounced back. No, no, but it, no, but, but it so bounced back. Make these changes. We, no. we can see where this is going. This is no, no, no. We have historical what evidence. Is, All right. What I'm gonna say so, is, so Reggie's on the. He's like, don't he's pay attention to Twitter. Series. Pay attention no, to I, of course. Metrics. Yeah. Like, like, Twitter, like, not Twitter, is nothing. Look at Outriders. Yeah. Don't. Outriders is the number one selling game on Xbox. It's the number one selling game on Steam, and it's the number one played game on Game Pass. I guarantee you that a lot of those Xbox users own a PlayStation, mm-hmm. and a lot of those guys were probably originally going to buy it on PlayStation. Like, yeah, so and, I mean, so I, I highly doubt that that Outriders would have been the number one. Selling I'm curious game to see what the MLB numbers Xbox. look like. I'm curious to see. That'd yeah, be interesting. It couldn't have been. Yeah, I, Game Pass I, I, definitely carried I, it up there. I, our, like Outriders right now is a good litmus test because I highly doubt that it would have been the number one selling game on Xbox had it not been for the Game Pass thing. Oh, I don't think it would have been number. I, I don't think it would have been number one selling game on Steam because I mean, if no, when, the demo, no, when, the demo, when, it, when the demo came out, no, a lot of no, people no. were mad on it. A lot of people were on the fence about it. Yeah. And then once the Game Pass announcement came out, then there was this swell of excitement. And I think I think everyone got ex- excited in that because of the whole crossplay and everything. And I them servers crashed day one. So yeah, <laughs> for yeah. days uh, it crashed it for days. Time. It wasn't just day one. It was week one. one. It was literally week one. I'm not saying the game was gonna flop, but I think that you know something like something like Game Pass just helped elevate it. I think it would have still sold pretty well, but. Like based on the reception that I was that I was seeing and hearing around, like people were not like the the writers weren't high on it. People on Twitter, like there was nobody. It was it was lukewarm until the game passed. Yeah, it was 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 very lukewarm. But listen, the reason why right now the reason why Game Pass has nothing to do with 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 it being number one top selling Steam is because Steam doesn't have Game Pass. It doesn't affect. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying that Game Pass is responsible. For the Steam sales, I'm saying that that news no, I, it built up excitement, and that excitement carried over to other things. I see. What and I it's see. funny you mentioned that FC actually because uh, five uh, some articles came out like two days ago and even five hours ago. Valve's attempt uh, apparently room, um, if room, if uh, reported to believe Valve is attempting to get, get uh, Xbox Game Pass on yep. Steam. Yeah, which yeah. I. I, I am I'm for and against, insane. and the only reason I'm against is because <laughs> goddammit, that means another thing I need to fucking sign in for. 
No, like that's just another thing. I need to sign into X. I need to yeah, sign into but it's X gonna bolster. It's gonna bolster the subscription count like crazy. This is true. Oh, with Steam, with with Steam, I guarantee you. Oh, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, hit, we're hitting our forty mil. Yeah, it's gonna hit like yeah. fifty mil. It's gonna that's gonna be insane. Yeah, they're gonna they're they they're, they might double. Like yeah. I'd say, I'd say it being, I'd say not being on Steam is the only thing holding it back on PC. And that's Xbox why has the bread. Xbox has the bread to make that happen. But the thing, but, but the thing is, the funny part is, is that they're not running over to Steam and asking for it. Steam is running over to them. Or to them. I think, yeah, I think I think Steam just recognize is recognizing the trends. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's disruptive. That's what I'm saying. It is disruptive enough to affect everyone. According and to Reggie, soon, it's not it's not destructive. According to it's him. disruptive as hell. It's disruptive <laughs> as hell. Right, we got. We got. We got. No, it's not that it's not disruptive. It's just that again, like. We'll, just focus on everything will be disruptive. We'll and see. That we'll also see. means the new upcoming generation who shift their ideas on what gaming should shouldn't be. We'll see. We'll see. Like like I said, that's we'll why see. at this point in time, or maybe even a year before of the stuff that's happening, we won't see the the fruits of that until four or five years later, and then we'll revisit this and see who's wrong, which would be Reggie. So yeah. let's close this out. <laughs> just saying. My God, my God, wow. Dante, where people can find you. Uh, people can find me. Uh, 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 they can find me on YouTube, uh, Twitch, D Live, Facebook, uh, and Twitter. Uh, and Twitter uh, at Dante Crisis. Sorry, I've got a fucking headache. Uh, you can also currently find me. Uh, currently, uh, like up to elbow deep in your mum, because uh, I'm just that kind of slow guy. Always, always, always sharing the love. Uh, I'm currently doing a let's play of Resident Evil 6 where I've got a new person on for every single campaign. I think right now I'm currently going through uh, Jake and Sherry's. Yes, I just started Jake and Sherry's today. I'm also doing Persona 5 uh, Strikers. Uh, hopefully I can finish it without uh, crashing any more on me. And future let's plays are going to be Resident Evil 7 as well as Doom Eternal, uh, The Ancient Gods Part 1 and Part 2. Currently doing live streams of Donkey Kong Country on Tuesdays, Wednesdays is Dark. I'm beginning Dark Souls two on Wednesday. Thursday is Near Automata, which is a lot of fun, and Fridays is whatever I want. So yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough, my guy. Double. Oh, you can H. also find me morning. You can also find me morning days gone too. Yes, and uh, <laughs> I guess the special guest impromptu, but uh, he did. I think he did your thing, my dude. Haitian Hammer Double H. What's going on with you? Where people can find you? Oh man, I'm not anywhere really, but you in can find me on the nearest bargain bin. Like, nah, let me in the nearest <laughs> bargain bin at your local, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not really on anything. Um, you know, I'm I'm focusing on like different things right now. But um, yeah, I might start up on social media again, so I'll let you guys know know in the future. It's been good jumping in. It's been good having these discussions, getting some up, new man. information. You got you so got to come it. you got to come back because you seem to be the antithesis of Reggie and uh, he's not like <laughs> bro I'm telling you come come back next week bro like we got you, you had, you I, had to bring in the ringer because I was serving you up so bad I we do we do be forgetting who the versus champion is out here. <laughs> we, sometimes we, you had to bring in you got to bring <laughs> in Godzilla to fight Kong I get it I understand yeah, no it, it is what it is you know <laughs> 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 yeah 
You'll have time for your outro. Also, sir. yes, I was right about Buzz Snacks. So, like, yeah. ever since ever since you were right about Buzz Snacks, you've been wrong about everything else. So, <laughs> that, was your, that was your sacrifice. It is. He is the always good luck. My guy, Jew Bay, man. Where people can find you? Hey, is that an Xbox at... onesie? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm rocking the oh, Xbox onesie my today. Guy. We out here. That's that. That's that. That's that STEMI money right there. <laughs> just dropped it all. <laughs> Drop the bag, but yeah, um, yeah. You can find me at Jubay Sensei on Twitter, um, Jubay X Sensei on on gaming platforms. Um, I don't know what the fuck I got going on this week, but we'll see. Probably some. Hopefully, I I, I can squeeze some fighters in before this move happens because I'm gonna be off games for like a week cleaning and moving so bet bet man take up take up the training classes man because pharaoh said you gotta you gotta elevate yourself from kids move you know Better, I, mean? uh, I, I i've i've beat Ooh. kids move in madden i don't want to hear it i'm already elevated Bro. above that i beat him you, you so, have you have x clouds so you have no excuse just you're right you're right fair enough pharaoh play. Where, where people find you my d uh you can find me on twitter at pharaoh bizarre and you know if you want to See me on any types of games or anything like that. Just hit me up on there first. Good to go. There it is. Nice and easy. Omar, man. My guy. Where people can find you? You got a name. So bye. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a little bit of time, but you got you to promote. He's also writing on, uh, I forgot what okay, the website. No, he's right, he's writing for Remote Play. play. Remote Play. My yeah. man's writing for Remote Play. Um, People can find me on Cotabasco. Yeah, definitely check that out, man. Can't wait for to read his first article and why it is. Not going to be about PlayStation's demise. My guy, I'm gonna say Reggie for last because I. Because that would make him a real journalist. Yeah, Kofi, my guy, Kofi, man, where people find you? Guys, you can find me at creative underscore Kofi on Twitter. Typically doing translations for some sort of Japanese news. We're still waiting for what we're going to hear about the 11th game in the Trail series coming out this fall. But before that, there is another game coming out in the Trail series called. Uh, Nayuta no Kisaki. It plays like an East game, full-on action. It was never localized, but now it's being ported to PlayStation 4, so we're really hoping this is a chance for Nice America to, to localize it. Uh, it originally came out in 2011 on the PSP, uh, and I stopped playing it when I found out it was getting, a, a, I guess, a remaster or a port. So that's pretty exciting. Shimagami Tensei HD remaster. I'll be talking about that and my warnings about the Switch version. And um, besides that, man, just getting ready for... Uh, Doing some fighting games, doing some racing games, getting excited for the year that's to come. So, yes, sir. Yes, lots sir. to look forward to. Last but not least, my guy Zero. Where people find you? Uh, as always, guys, it's been a blast. Um, Zero X three eighty six anywhere for the most part. Um, and of course, you can find us Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. I don't know anywhere you listen to the Joe Budden podcast, we are probably there. Um, so just go do that. Um, we are running a special today, um, as you know, our, our good friend, brand new member, Haitian Hammer, has an OnlyFans account, but he is giving away 10 free passes to this account. All you have to do is comment on what you think his favorite game was from 1996. That is 10 free passes. <laughs> Over 32 hours of free content. On his OnlyFans account, so like join on us. On OnlyFans send, account. Yeah, send us send us the comments, and you know we will revealing the winners next week. On, 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 on Reggie's on Reggie's on Reggie's Twitter page. On Reggie's Twitter page. I, I, I must struggle. I must struggle. This is a clean. Uh, 
thought we were supposed to be supporting each other out here. I thought we were supporting each other. That's what I'm saying. I thought we were trying to help each other make it. We are. If you want to know the details of that poll, check out Some people are journalists. Some people have OnlyFans. Wow. We we ain't shit. That's uh, that's that's for damn sure. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> I'm FC Violent. This is Vitamin G Gaming Podcast for We Are All Centers. Um, salute to y'all. Sub if you are new. Hit that like button. Share this out to gamers everywhere. And for the listeners, leave a comment. Um, sub, follow, do your thing, and always, always, always keep it gaming. We out of here. Peace. Oh, hello.